motherfuckers. That's right. That's the first word in this podcast. This I, I did something wrong. That the podcast Welcome works. to P&B, where, I don't know. A kid here. can be a kid. Kid, yeah. Ugh, Some God. fucked up kids. Uh, fuck it. I mean, don't fuck it. Whoa, now. Don't fuck. Don't fuck it. Well, uh, don't fuck. You're taking my words out of context. I said that's some it. fucked up kids. Welcome, welcome to another episode of podcast <laughs> bullshit. Welcome to the bull uh, bullshit side of the podcast. I don't know. Someday we'll get to the podcasting. Who knows? I'm your host, uh, Kayla Zubam. With me today is Travis Foster. Say hello. I am back, finally, from my long hiatus, out of the darkness and into the sun. It is your boy, T.L. Foster, back in the saddle, back where I belong, this is, this back is post time skip, T.L. Are you, are you sure you didn't climb into the pit with us? <laughs> yeah, they just got, you just got dropped back you off. Didn't, just, yeah, back to the P&B you didn't, you didn't come from the darkness, sweetie. You crawled into the darkness <laughs> with us. Out of I the dragged you back. In. Heads first into the darkness. You uh, swan dived. I give you a ten out of ten. There was no splash. And you've come, you've come back to wage war against me in the Mario Wars. And you are a long a better, and bloody conflict. Here we go. You are a better diver than Jason Statham. Welcome. Oh, I'm better diver than Jason Statham. As I dove right back into the podcasting realm. Uh, no, I'm back. Uh, I took a little hiatus for August and. I'm going to still technically consider this my birthday because I, I just had a birthday dinner a week later. Uh, so uh, nice. back, back now 34. So this has been a time skip because uh, I was 33 last time I was on here. So now I'm 34 Ooh. years old. Uh, my knees hurt. I uh, don't get your TikToks or your Fortnites. Uh, <laughs> Jesus I Christ. I am old. Uh- uh, someone who is less old than you, Robert Beach, say hello. <laughs> you know, the, the appropriate way to uh, signify that you're old is, like, it's like I don't know this TikTok and, and Fall Guys nonsense, because Fall Guys is the hot new shit. You even said so. Fortnite is yeah. old. Yeah, you've been playing Fall Guys. Fuck you. You're not old. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, it's a young man's all, game. Fall Guys is a cultural revolution. Also, Blaze. Also, don't know your list. Put Blaze Wall. I've been playing. I've been. I've been. I've been engaged in a cultural experiment that is. Well, how does one play B- Blaze Ball? We'll talk about I, it no, when it's when it's my turn. A month later. I am. I am. Again, I am engaging in the cultural experiment that is Blaze Wall. Oh, uh, goodness. and there's our means. baby boy, and it's our baby boy's time. Dylan Tierney, say hello. Hello, so the perennial or uh, stereotypical child of the podcast, even yeah. though I'm, you know, 26. <laughs> We're getting it's... old. P&B gets old. It'll be our sequel movie. P&B gets old. Well, you know what else I is don't... old? Uh, what? What you got? Oh, Mario games? I um, I, I, I hinted Tony at our chat. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> One and two. That's all right. Old. There goes my segue. No, Go ahead. No, 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 no. We're veering back. We're veering back into traffic, and we almost hit a car. But Robert, you're back. What do you got? Well, I got something. I, I I mentioned in the chat that I found something that I've been looking for for a while. Um, you all theorized it was a bidet, 
Um, but it no, I can find it. I said it was a Jeff Dunham puppet, but you're just like, no, Dylan, I, I'm not. I still have a bidet attachment I haven't installed in my bathroom from fucking Martian. It's been in my car since then. I should probably. Why? I, re I re signed my lease. I should probably install that. What? What? Yeah. Why? Why? Why didn't you reinstall it then? Why are you living in your car? A good, I'm going to buy one of those toilets to have the bidets attached to it, like the expensive one, like a good $1,200 down on a, a oh, toilet. Oh, you mean the one, the one you'll have to get electrician to wire in? Power wash to my your ass. bathroom for the yeah, heated seat for your butt. You're right. You don't, you if don't need only, that much. Hose it only, down. If only I didn't live with someone who does construction. <laughs> my warm... Oh, you know, you, you, you want a licensed uh, electrician for that? Um, you don't mean, want to get we, an electric tube up your butt like, like fucking uh, Juggernaut and dip Look, I just, want, I just want my booty hole to be warm with water. That's all I want. Oh! Uh, <laughs> uh, $40. $40 for an attachment to turn your asshole into a super circular. That's it. No, 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 no. I don't want... Look, I don't want... Uh, I don't want a dollar store squirt gun it up ain't my a dollar store. You want premium water and you want a premium want, service as it goes up your ass. You need good water pressure. That's what I you want. It, you want it to wet and then to dry. And then look. you want it to sing a nice little song when it's done. Exactly. <laughs> If I could put like a Tetris attachment to it, that'd be even better. That'd be no. great. As you clear lines, it just fucking clears off more layers of shit in your ass. Like what the Hold fuck? On, guys. No, my friend who lived in Japan for a couple of years because she taught English, she um, she had a bidet that was it, it. The toilet was a bidet as well because it's Japan and mm. they're super neat and clean and stuff like that. And it actually would heat your heat the seat and warm your butt and. Dry you off at the end, I guess. It's so like, much. The best. Fr like, man, she's just like, point man. Hose in my ass. She was like, this is the best. It hey, is. Look, it is. It's the best. Reattach your like, bidet. You, did you? It's it's you better than scooping shit out of your ass like it's a fucking sandcastle. Yeah. I, I you know what? I'm I'm officially free seashells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm officially too old to. Wipe my own ass, and I would like a warm jet of water to wipe my behind. Well, you also have to dry it too. You still have to use some toilet paper just to just to mop up. You know, like but a, you'll just dab. That's dab, it. dab, dab. You yeah. use a couple dab, sheets, dab. and you're good. Dab, dab, dab. Not like the fucking like baseball that most people use. Right. <laughs> the beehive. Did I, I not, prefer there, the there's beehive. A, there's a premium on toilet paper Wrap now, Robert. We live in the end time. There's a premium no. on toilet paper. No, there is not Costco? a premium on fucking toilet paper because I've got four pallets worth at work, and we had to. Mark okay, them old down man, to you're two, like three months late two, to the craze, to the new things going on. Two ninety nine for a twelve pack just to get them the fuck out of our store. It sucks. But Robert, you know? I feel like we derailed. What are, what are you going to show us? It's not a bidet. Yeah, what's your what's your what's your next? What, your next what is your not a bidet? What is your we thing that we are now? We need the dual POV. Where's Sarah on this nonsense? Oh, no, no, no. That, that, that's another story. This, I'll, I'll get to you later. Is this going to be an Antifa one. super soldier puppet? Or are you just going to make a parody oh, yeah. of just the next big pop culture what, what, phenomenon? Why are you so fixated on it and thinking it's a puppet? You think <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you said prop. I, 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 just, I have some like, racially in my basement or something. <laughs> yeah. Ahmed, the dead Antifa super soldier. <laughs> God damn it. 
This is what I come back for. Hello. We're talking about <laughs> Jeff Dunham puppets. Fuck <laughs> Jeff Dunham. He's not I, I was literally trying to think of a, a Jeff... The only Jeff Dunham joke I know is the I'll kill you Jeff Dunham joke. That's no, it. No, that's or, it. It's all always good. That's the whole joke. Or it's, the weird anim- the weird monster one is like... Yum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all I remember. It, it, it's a relic of the 2000s and leave them there. But Robert, all please, it is, me, it, it's, it's just a, a it's a catchphrase. Just catchphrase the prop. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Um, so Jeff, full of moles. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Dunham was fairly recent and fairly uh, relevant in the uh, early 2010s, correct? Right? Late, more like mid to late 2000s. I don't mid to late remember. 2000s? Okay. So I I still think it's like mid you know like early 2010s and you know what else was fairly um, relevant I, I wouldn't say I, I would okay. I would not say I would not say popular <laughs> but um, relevant to the early 2010s what you P&B. got Re- relevant to the early 2010s P&B um, was relevant to the early 2010s yeah <gasps> was it a, a Wii, Wii U? U I see a Wii U you motherfucker oh I my found god it. you're gonna it's play some Wii U fuck I finally oh, found my Wii U roll. what a reveal. Now ah, I can play Wind Waker can... HD and Earthbound. Splatoon. You can play Splatoon. <laughs> yeah, you can I... play Splatoon 1. I can't imagine doing anything else. But... Play that Wii yeah, that Wiimote with that, with that Wii U controller like this. <laughs> we call it just Periscope down fucking... <laughs> yeah, just play like oh, that. God. That's that's how that's the way the artist intended, clearly. <laughs> No, I can't wait. You're going to play all the games that are going to be in the next, like, seven Scott the Waz episodes. You're going to be caught up. You're going to be canon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't wait to play all these games that will be ported Switch to the Switch in a few months. Yeah. Are you going to play Mass Effect 3 the way it was intended? No, I'm going to play Batman Arkham the City. They didn't That's even why have I said all it, it wasn't intended. Thank yeah. you. God. One, uh, they got are, one piece of DLC and one piece of are DLC Are you going to play only. Zombie U or the sequel, Zombie U 2? I think hey. I'm actually try- I actually play the zombie U on, on it, but I don't know. I, I, I last time I checked, you seem like the like, type of guy who would try and seek out zombie U in 2020. Maybe, I maybe, but, but 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 also considering like if I try looking it up on like let's say Amazon and says like all right, uh, zombie U Wii U, oh that's ninety dollars. I'll go ahead and look yeah, that up but those, and verify. Those marked up prices are never super accurate. Like you can find that at GameStop for like ten dollars. I swear yeah. I had. I swear yeah. I stocked Zombie U last year. Like I feel like it's not that hot button of a of, an, of a collector's thing. I feel yeah. like the only thing that like probably Twilight Princess for the Wii U might be the thing that's like expensive as shit. Because mm. I was like, rare. it's not on Switch. It's not on Switch. No. Um, you mean so. Skyward Sword? No, Twilight Prince because they did the Twilight Princess HD collection for uh, the no. Wii U. Uh, was yeah, it was like really late. It was like twenty sixteen when that was going on. Interesting. I don't remember shit. It was Probably. super late. Like 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 I think Breath of the Wild was already revealed, and they it was still coming did out. Twilight Princess yeah, HD. it was coming out. Okay. I, I don't think it was revealed yet. It was coming out though. So oh, Robert, man. how much was the price? I, I see you backed away from your screen. Was it too um, much? Zombie is I, like I I saw a listing for for like a used copy for um five dollars and six dollars in shipping. <laughs> That's how they get you. It's the it's shipping. How, it's how somebody pays fifty dollars for a twenty four pack of sodas, and that was the dumbest mistake that they did during the quarantine. Twelve but that soda was good. Twenty twenty four pack or twelve twelve pack? No, two twelve pack of soda. So. For fifty dollars, pack of soda. So like, so like, like practically like Dublin two dollars of soda. Pepper 
Because that shit is worth it. It wasn't, but it was really good. It was Bark's Red Cream Soda, uh, mm. which is delicious. What? Well, that's so it was soda. you. Yeah. You did that. You I- did that. <laughs> I would say <laughs> that soda is a delicious soda. I, I, I whatever see. you gotta justify your your fifty dollar purchase. Man. It was, like, it was I worth get it. it. No, no, I get it, man. See, I, I I'm on, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where I got like eight six packs of Kickstarts for four dollars total because they were expiring in a week and a half. I wish. I, that's and you so ate that's and you drank them all too, too, didn't you? One of the things I'm looking forward to Eventually. in visiting you guys for your weddings next year. Is like the soda, my soda. Like I, I love soda, but I love specifically regional soda because there's always a soda that's not in where I'm at. That's somewhere right. else. Like Dylan, you remember my quest to Seattle to find all the all the uh, Crystal Pepsi's, which is yeah. my favorite soda of all. Yeah, time. I remember that was one of the fucking themes of this show. Is just you know, <laughs> gotta get that Crystal Pepsi. I found it. We found it at that store that Reese brought us to, and I was like, "Yo, thank you." Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to go find out what the Columbus regional soda is and what's the Cincinnati regional soda. Like I, I love, I love regional soda. I don't think there is one, to be honest. I don't, yeah, I'm trying to think like of like what, what would it be? Because like, what, like RC Cola, there might be like a Midwestern regional thing. I think it might is be RC Cola more, more Midwest. Like I don't know. It feels it, it feels more Midwest. So it's it's more popular in in, uh, in Illinois. Diet, right? So you'd but, also get like Mellow Yellow. I like Mellow Yellow. So there's actually like a version of Mellow Yellow um, that you can only get at the Busy Bees, which is like this big gas station chain in Florida where they have like different flavored Mellow Yellows. And they're just so delicious. I love them. Like they have like a tropical one that it's like it has like a lime aftertaste to it and like like kind of like like papaya taste to it like it's i can't really explain it it's really weird i just look man i love soda i'm a huge soda fanatic <laughs> and i love like there's, different i i literally love just different soda there's a burger place here in in the dfw area called twisted root and they they mm. have their own sodas uh that would um, be but also they I do like do. exotic meat burgers too like kangaroo and ostrich oh. and stuff like Did that it, yeah. Did I do it's venison? Really yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. There's like yeah. three or four or five restaurants in the DFW area. I haven't been one in a fucking year because what? COVID. And I'm not right. in my house. <laughs> and I can't order it through DoorDash. So. Damn. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, Their so... burgers are amazing though. Yeah, so if... Uh... One of you guys wants to, you know, move your wedding to the DFW area so I can experience these things. You know, you um, could just come it. to the DFW area. Daniel and Michelle legit have a fucking room ready for you. Sure, I could. I could I could just go to the DFW. So, uh, I don't want to say anything because I want to jinx it. But I might be doing a lot more traveling next. We might find out soon if I could be doing a lot, if I could be doing a lot more traveling. So that would be the thing. Like I've, I, I think I've already committed myself. Oh, that's a big old lightning. Um, <laughs> I, I think I've already hear. committed myself to a PAX next year. I just don't know which one. Uh, but if I, if Prime. I go, Prime where, would be fun. Prime would be, Prime would be better because I, I don't, I don't trust. Come to uh, South. South is pretty okay. Yeah, but South is in like January though. So, so it has to be yeah, January. South, yeah, like, but I have to. 22. 
I had to get. I had to get this. Yeah, I had to get this job. I legitimately have to get this job to go to South. Like, there's no yeah. other way of doing it without getting yeah. this job. But San Antonio oh. in January is just fine. Yeah, mm. but I, I can't. Temperature-wise, uh, it sounds pretty good. I've, I've, I've since uh, all this stuff has happened. I've, I've made a lot more uh, new friends in the gaming industry. So, like, I, I've been hounded by a lot more people. Like, oh, hey, you should be going to PAX, and like. I guess I'm going to PAX, uh, but I'm going to be, I'm going to, so the one thing I, I did say I was going to do is uh, a lot of people have been watching The Last Dance, and I've decided I'm just going to whole cloth still how Michael Jordan dressed in The Last Dance. And I see Robert already like, this motherfucker, I'm just going to, I'm going to dress like Robert, but Robert, I'm not doing it at your wedding. I was, I debated about doing it at your wedding, like going <laughs> to your wedding, like wearing like one of Michael Jordan's I outfits, would, and it's like. I would <laughs> kick you out for them. You're Nerd. not a millionaire. You can't get away with that. That's <laughs> fucking funny. Uh, but I'm if gonna, I so was I'm just... in the wedding party, I would leave the ceremony and be like, "Hold up, pastor or whoever. I gotta kick some of the fuck We're going out. to a Burlington right fucking now. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. But I... So I'm just gonna wear it for facts. I'm just gonna get like some Jordan outfits for facts. Hmm. It's like I still have to order the shoes that you sent like, us. Wolfsmith. Oh, it's like uh, that I year that I just wore dresses and cowboy boots. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'd wear dresses and cowboy boots. I could pull that off, I think. I was losing weight at that time, too, so I felt really good about myself. And I think I got Ted Rossi's friend to buy me, like, three gin and tonics. I was feeling really good. I think that checks out. It does check out. I was like, sir, yeah. this this glass is empty. And he's like, I'll be right back. And I was like, there you go. That's how there that it works. Is. That's some fuck you I money can, right there. It's a power I can play. Still, I can still get it. There you go. And I, I can still get it. Dylan, what have you been playing? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, well, what have I been playing? I know the most, the thing I've been playing the most has been uh, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 HD remake mm. that released last week. Uh, so. It wasn't until I started playing it that I realized, like, actually how much of a connection I had to these games because it's something I haven't played since I was, like, probably nine, ten years old. You know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater mm-hmm. 4 is actually kind of where I peaked and fell off. But, like, when I started doing some tricks and fucking, you know, remembering how to grind and balance and, like, how to play the game, like, it was like a fucking wave of nostalgia. Like, I don't know if anything has hit me that hard nostalgically in quite a while, but, like, everything just flows perfectly everything plays like it's supposed to like they did a really good job with this remake no it looks for what i've played of the demo i haven't played the base game yet uh if my eyes go out that's just a thing that happens um but i haven't played the base game yet um but from what i've played from the demo it definitely does seem like it it felt like playing tony hawk like i remember playing a lot of uh, pro Stator one and two um and like the um like I, I was playing them a lot when i was in like my freshman year in high school mm-hmm. um so like i i just remember like I, I always do this thing and it's like kind of my biggest issue right now when it comes to um when it comes to like the the mario discourse that i've i've very shittily created 
Um, I'm also just I'm just already <laughs> annoyed a problem that, with that I specifically. myself did. Yes, but I, I'm but, annoyed at the greater discourse at large more than I yeah. am with yours specifically. Yeah, but um, but it's my thing of like I don't, and it's it's the thing when I come in with a realization, especially with a lot of remakes that come this year, and it's not me just being based. It's, it's just like with remakes coming out, like how much do we actually have affection to these things, and how much is it just blind nostalgia, uh, something that we kind of grew up on, and in playing Hornet Hawk, like because I I played that HD. Um, the HD remaster that came out, like I think, was uh, oh, four shit, years that ago. Was a by... long... Yeah, that was a long time. Yeah, ago. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like for Robomoto. Was... That was a rough it was one. Bad. That was yeah. Trevor... That was not good. That was when we had Trevor Howard on. Maybe. Yeah, what so, timelines so. would have matched up? It was like 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, like was, the, that uh, was when Trevor. Those are the Trevor the P and B ancient times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, but yeah, so the Robo Moto one. But I remember getting that because like I love like Tony Hawk to me was like one of my favorite things. Um, so like I love I love those games, um, and I I thought like okay, well maybe like this is gonna be the same thing, but no, I came in, I was able to run in like the demo is you do in the warehouse and like yep and you just have tony hawk but like it was like as soon as i got my like my special up i was able to do a 900 like and it felt and it felt good in there and that was the big thing it's like does it feel good to chain combos does it feel good to do these specials and it and it really did so I, i'm very you know i i've been enjoying that game a lot from what i've played mm-hmm. and i still haven't played the base game yet but everybody plays the warehouse. That's everybody's first level, and that's like yeah. the one that, like those first two levels are the cultural touchstones for fucking Tony Hawk, pretty much. You know, yeah. Like I could put Spooferman on. That's all that mattered. Like all they had to do was make it feel good to grind, and put Superman in the game, and, and or Rage Against the Machine. You know, gotta play Guerrilla Radio. I, I, I mean, I get your it. costume yeah. has uh, to be Spider Man, and. Uh. Yeah, Costa Spider Man's great. Uh, is is Pri- do they have Primus on the track? Yes, they yeah. do. Have, Jerry is a race car driver. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't that. like Primus. I don't like Primus, but I just every time I hear it, it's Fuck just Primus. I'm Tony not a Hawk. fan either. Not a fan. Primus sounds like someone is just playing with the guitar. Not even playing guitar. It's just like threw it down the set of stairs, fucking notes together, and just. It's not, you didn't make this. <laughs> you threw it's, it down the, tra- the chairs. It's it's flow of consciousness with a six year old. That's yes, kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. But no, like they they were able to get most of that soundtrack back too, which is pretty cool. Um, but the more I've been playing it, the more I'm realizing that these Tony Hawk games really feel like. Because uh, uh, character action games like Devil May Cry didn't really come around until the 2000s. You know, Tony Hawk's decidedly a 90s thing. But I feel like a lot of tropes and, like, fun stuff in character action games with long combos and, like, stringing stuff together was in Tony Hawk. I feel like it's a character action game at some point, just doing combos. Yeah. I mean, There's I, still I, nothing I, I do like, like that they did um, add all they did add the manuals and... From three, and, yeah. And Ollie's, yeah, from two. Two is the first... Yeah, yeah two is the first game where they... Where they added all these in because like that's like I I like I like uh, street skating, big street skating like Jeff uh, uh, Raleigh or Jeff Raleigh was my my dude back in the day, uh, so like that's how I, I love doing the combos like go from you do from special into a ollie into a special and like and that felt good, um, so like I I don't know like I've really I've really enjoyed what I've played in that game as well. Yeah, I I do I I do understand Robert's most point of contention if that it's a forty dollar game. 
and I get it. I do get that apprehension. I I do. But like it, the way it was put together and the way they blend the two, and then they have like a really really elaborate and cool stage creator that I think people are going to be playing with for a long time. It's very well fleshed out. It feels way more like complete and serviceable <clears throat> than like a Smash Brothers thing where they just kind of throw it in there just to fucking placate people, you know. Yeah, the recent direction Activision has been doing with their franchises, with their nostalgic um, recapturing, like with Spyro and Crash and now Tony Hawk, and it's like, yeah, like we are going to try, we are going to make an effort to recapture what exactly, what um, what we are looking for in a remake and, and, and just capitalize it, and then, That is all a right, great trend. So, that is a great so trend it, in theory. It, 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 it's, it's working, and it shows that it, it's, it works very well. On top of, you have that audience, you have like, all right, you are familiar of, of our work, you see the remake that we, we did, all right, now let's try something new. Let's, let's, let's try to redo Tony Hawk 5 again kind of thing. <laughs> It'll be Tony, Tony Hawk 5 for real this time. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, and it's like, yeah, like, like that would what, be fucking what, funny. What, Don't what even call it Tony Hawk Six. Expanded, yeah, like what would be the expanded version of uh, Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk, in this day Tony and Hawk age? Pro Skater Five is just the Dragon Ball GT of, of Tony Hawk. It'll be just fucking placated to, you know, non-canon status. I, I still think <laughs> that it might might do DLC for three and four, but or, or just like well, say like you know what next more year we'll do three anyway. And four. So I feel like they would just do three. Because um, like th- they still have all the mechanics one. of the three in there. Yeah, four is kind of strange, you know. It's like four is, I played yeah, a lot of four, but it's weird. Four, four, four is, is the one that, I bounced off on. Like it, it, it definitely has it the feel of, of a a, um, a multi generational sports game, where it's like this isn't the one you want to get, but it's there. Because literally, yeah, the all like three, you will wait till next year classics, or go for the so. previous one for like for like the the actual like direction they wanted to go with. Because um, like it felt like a half measure between that and underground and like what you're, you're trying to retain yeah, what, what yeah. you had in underground is going to be like where the series is going to go. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. Uh, but like you have side quests and like you could play tennis and it, it, it really felt like like all right, what like we have to do this, do another game this year because we're an annual franchise and like what else can we do? More maps on the on the next generation. Uh, yeah, more, that's, that's more. Really yeah, it. there's only so much that can be done, and exactly like, that's literally how they've they've built it to be. But and I will say, your Activision remake, uh, you know, thoughts are pretty valid. But uh, they botched Warcraft three so hard. I haven't seen a remaster go I that said Activision wrong, ever. I said Activision, not Blizzard. Activision Blizzard is the same company. Rock. Hey, well, hey, okay, look, fine, but their the CEO Activision side is of making forty million dollars a year. Yeah, CEO and, is 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 and their go employees aren't even piece piece of shit. Are yes. not even getting See, now, paid even, enough now even... to buy food from their subsidized cafeteria. Now, so, yeah. Fuck him. Go figure. Yeah, fuck him. Like, ugh. I mean, if, if if you're trying to cancel Activision games for me, that's fine. I I can throw some Bioware at you. I I don't think that's the, <laughs> the the play we're going for. We're just saying that, like, man, like, let's not forget this. With yes, all the exactly. sh- with all the shit, with all the power, with all the wealth that Activision has at their disposal for making shit the way it is, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's weird that Warcraft Three was such a weird, like, a a, a huge blight. And I know right. you know the Blizzard. The the Blizzard atmosphere is very different from the Activision atmosphere. Even though I was harping on you for, yes, they are one company, but I, I do I do see what you mean about like the Activision home properties like Crash and Spyro. Yeah, what they own and such. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's, that's all terrible. Um, I want to know how Warcraft Three went so bad though, because like that's that should have been a slam dunk. 
exactly, it really like yeah. it, it should have been no brainer that like well, it's one first, of those pioneering like, PC HD games of the last like twenty five yeah. years and like fuck, <laughs> how could you fuck it up that bad? Exactly. Cut yeah. cutscenes weren't rendered properly. It looked like worse than the cinematics that were from the fucking two thousand one game. <laughs> That fucking spawned a, a like multiple genres of fucking video games and esports now. Like what the fuck? God, it's like it's like if Nintendo remade like Melee HD and it was awful. You know, like how how could it happen? <laughs> or if they remake uh, um, Super sixty four, Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah, they'll never touch it. I guess I don't know. I I guess they'll just like. I mm, I shouldn't be down super down on them for fucking like for the Mario collection or anything. It's fine and people want it, so they'll he get it. He has sixty dollars for three ROMs. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm glad you're not allowed. I'm you're not glad. allowed to take you a know, victory I'm lap not, on this I'm TL. Not, no, no, no. I'm glad that it's coming out. I'm glad that people are going to be able to play Mario um, sixty four in the year twenty twenty. On a controller that is not the Nintendo 64 controller. Are you thinking I that people like, will have the wool over from ripped off their yes, eyes? Yes, like a <laughs> like a magician of unveiling their tricks, they will be able to open up their eyes and be like, "Wow, these games are okay. They're okay games." I, I had to say that, so I did do um, the Ultra 64 podcast with those guys, Steve Gun, uh, Steve Guntel. Uh, shout outs, thank you for having me on. Uh, we talked about um, Pokemon Stadium, which I know yeah. like Dylan's like, yeah. Uh, so, but, but you know, I, I dropped the bomb of like me not being the biggest fan of Mario sixty four. But I'm going to explain it because it's like not as incendiary as like people were making it out to be. I don't think Mario sixty four is a bad game. I do think, however, it is an important game. Um, that the important game is also given a lot more credence. Because it is an important game, and for a lot of people, it's right. their first video game. I my first video game was Mario One, but my the one I had the most attachment to was Mario Three because I was three years old when that game came out, and I, that's the game I love. It's the game I love. I like it more than World, but World is a much better game. Mario sixty four is not a great game. It's a good game. It's a it's an important game, but it's not great. It, it's a just, fun speed running game. Yes, but that's the thing is these versions aren't even gonna have the speed running tricks. They're taking out the backwards fucking jump. Like oh, that's it's, it's weird to me. Bullshit. It's weird to me that these games are also like not the optimal way to play these games at all because like they're not like Mario Sunshine. You know your opinions on the game, notwithstanding, uh, that game was very reliant on the GameCube's analog triggers, where you could like go like certain that, degrees, yeah. like, the, the clickiness of a GameCube controller. Like it was meant to take advantage of that, and to not have that on the controller is gonna make that feel weird. That's so, like, we're having see a game a that's contentious as Sunshine that, you know, I already don't think it rolls amazingly. And then throwing another layer of, like, just weirdness to it. I'm just like, well, that's not even a, a good version of Sunshine I want to play. Well, that's what we're going to see a lot with these remakes. Or It's going to be like, because the PlayStation, the PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube era, like, there's a lot of that pressure-sensitive trigger movements. Like, um, I think Matthew was Gear. talking about with Metal Gear 3. Like, it's, it's impossible to play because... You have to have that, like you have to have that movement, and our triggers have gone away from that because of how we play different games. Um, right. And 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 that's the thing that 
that's the thing that I, I push back when like people are like, oh well, it's a classic. It's like it's a classic for the N sixty four, but you can't like when you play these games when people play. Mario 64 on the Switch. When they play Sunshine on the Switch, when they play Galaxy on the Switch, because the the actual tactical feedback for a Wii Mote is different than the ones for the Joy-Con controllers. They yeah. are not going to be a one-to-one experience, and people are going to be, come out the experience saying, "Oh, these games are worse because they won't have the exact same kind of feedback that they did with exactly. like with with controllers that are made for it." Like for for the good and the bad. The great thing about Mario games is they are built for the controller that they are played on. That is that is just in general. Yep. Like it's the reason why I can't play Odyssey. Mario three on like my Switch controller because it doesn't feel right. Like it, it just doesn't feel right. So I've you're going on, to see. I played. Oh, I've played it on the like the actual controller, Mario yeah. three on the actual controller, and it it felt fine to me. Yeah. Uh, but also like. I don't know. It's, I'm not the. It would be a hard, meticulous thing player. to actually measure. I'm just like, how yeah. different is your experience with Mario 3 on this thing compared to Mario 3 on this thing? If you played a lot of Mario 3 on the NES, you're going to come out of that experience way different because, like, yeah, you know, this is nice, but, I was in you know, the Switch, the Switch D pad is no NES D pad. No, I'm. Yeah. Well, I, and I have, an, I have a classic NES and a classic SNES. So. Like playing them on that, and then playing something like that on my either on my and on my 3ds because I had I had one, two, and three on my 3ds as well. Like I couldn't, I wasn't upset by the way they both controlled on either of them. I just knew that I would have to adjust. It is just was, weird how if how it, if there was, problem this is though. If there was any adjustment, like I didn't feel the difference. Right. Like, it's going to be a lot more drastic on these 3D games, though. Like, I feel like it's going to be a lot more just in fundamentally how they play. Like, well, because the, the Wii U, the Wii controllers felt so much looser. Like, you had to be more exaggerated with the Wii Wii games. Ugh. Like, how can you do that with two <laughs> Switch controllers in your goddamn hands? Um, yeah, there's no know. way you can play the game with two controllers. Like Mario he, Odyssey, it has you can only play with one. I don't see how you can play it with both controllers, honestly. No, no, that would I've, be weird. I I don't think I've ever played Odyssey with the two by the themselves. two separate. Yeah. I have I haven't played two separate Joy Cons in such a long time though, so I, I it's ooh, been a while. I don't I don't think I've ever. It's done always that. Pro Controller or handheld. Yeah, I've all I've always played it either with like the wired or my controller or the wireless yeah. controller or handheld. I've never done like the, the nunchuck, two... we, the Wii Remote and the nunchuck. I've never done that on the Switch ever. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's different. Like I said, it's oh, different. Yeah, because like it's different than using like I said the Wii Remote and the nunchuck. Like, I really wonder how that game's going to play. Um, just like I all know. these games across the board. I, I, really I will don't. take notes on it, though, because however Mario Galaxy weirdness fits on this from Wii to Switch, Metroid Prime 3 is going to be the exact same thing. It's gonna, I, it it, it could feel unnatural. Uh, it yeah, just absolutely. might not feel right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's just a weird level of, like, game preservation that people don't talk about is, like, you know, preserving the game is, is great, but, like, preserving how you played the game, at least in some reasonable facsimile, is and pretty important to the experience, too. And am I going mean, to have to play that desert level upside down on my couch like I did 
on the Wii because that's how I had to play that fucking level. I had to sit upside down with my head <laughs> to try to see the fucking to see the fucking level so I could actually fucking play it because I couldn't play it upside down. It was awful. It was awful. But also that music is amazing. I love it so much. Oh, it's tremendous. Oh yeah, like, great music. That's so. That's the one thing. Well, other, I'm not a huge fan of 64 music because I think it's like cacophonous. Okay. Uh, but yeah. like. That Galaxy soundtrack is, is the best incredible. soundtrack. It's the best soundtrack in gaming. And I, yes. I can't it's, wait to get it. Yeah. I hope they... Uh. I know Kondo pushed for it to be orchestral, and it's not. I don't believe that's the... I don't think that was the first one to actually get orchestral, but I hope they do remaster it and do it orchestral because, like, that would that would probably make me lose my shit. There's a reason you know Gusty what? Garden Galaxy is, like, the one of the most, like... Preserved and like permanent things in Mario history is that song, and it's. I love it. It was from a forgettable level, one of the more forgettable like galaxies, I think, besides the music. Like, but you're just playing it, and this orchestral music, this sweeping orchestral score is playing, and it's just like, what is happening? This is like the credits to an anime. Like, like it's like that, that, and then like I think of uh, Mario Odyssey, the um, Gusty, the jungle. The, the, yeah, the steam, the steam gardens or whatever. Steam gardens, yeah, dude, that came. That's on. a fucking song. Like, like I said, it's like it starts off with like the bum bum bum, and it's just like this grandiose thing. And then all of a sudden, you hear, I'm like, I'm just like, it, that's a jazz track. I'm just like, oh, oh my what a god, song. what is like? This is like from like some Lupin shit. Like this is just so good. <laughs> like, oh, it's so great. Yeah, love it. yeah, I love when Mario like some of the oddball Mario soundtracks like or songs that just become staples. Fucking swear to God, Mario Odyssey like one of the last songs is like a song is just Sonic Adventure fucking like butt rock, but yeah. like uh, in the in the vein of Mario, it's just it was just just so weird. I think when they let Koji Kondo like, hey man, just go just go for it. Just go it nuts. It always comes out great. It always comes out great. I just want Koji Kondo just to make music and then put it on Spotify so I can have it forever. Along exactly. with the Mar- that, please. Along please. with the mariachi band from San Antonio that that does covers of video game songs because it's Hell perfection. Yeah. Perfection. Yes. I have them I on, called, on Spotify. I want to say they call it mariachi. Is it mariachi entertainment system? Yes, it is. That sounds familiar. Yeah, sounds their, like their YouTube channel is fucking hilarious because every time they start, they're all taking shots of tequila. <laughs> like, and I, some of them are wearing masks, so they're like trying to do the shot glass like underneath their mask because they have like <laughs> the cloth masks for COVID. They're just like, hold on. I, I want to hear the Mariachi theme of Two Halo. I think oh, that'd be that. great. They did the they really? did the Avengers theme and it's fucking oh, okay. fantastic. All of their Zelda music is beautiful. They're on Spotify. Well, naturally, I naturally. listen to it constantly because I love it so much. I I don't know if it's gonna be a part of a book or not, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love their. I think I think the first time I listened to them because they did a I think they did a mariachi version of Isla Delfino, which is already like a very like it has a very like Hispanic like type of string music heavy, yeah. To it. Oh, yeah. they've done they've so. done Metroid music. They've done yeah. Zelda. They've done. Oh my God, hold on. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, keep talking. I'll pull up Spotify. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah. Anything else, Dylan, that you have been playing? Oh, um. Well, I know you, you. We're gonna talk about you getting your PS4 back by some act of of good faith from the universe. I guess. Literally, <laughs> I'm just sitting. I'm sitting watching uh, HBO Max as I do now. 
Uh, and I think I was watching like uh, Class Action Park, and then I, I just see like you know when your when your PS4 is on but it's not connected to anything. Beep, you beep. Have that white light. And I just yeah. saw the white light. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like it's, it's been resurrected. In my mind. I was like, wait, what's going on? On my birthday. So it was like a week ago <laughs> for now. Like literally on my birthday, it just resurrected. I was like. Wait, what? <laughs> so that's, that's so fucking weird. I, that normally I is the opposite. We'll just go out forever. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm glad, it. I'm glad it came back. I love yeah. it so much. It's the best story. Yeah. Especially since but, I paid for another three months of PlayStation Plus. Yeah. It was like, yeah. oh, well, fuck. Got to get your Fall Guys this. fix in there. I, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I stopped play. I stopped paying for PS Plus because I have everything on Xbox. I feel like I don't need yeah. it, need it. But if I want to play one of the games I have on PS Plus, I could re-up for a month or something. Like, yeah, I'm not, I feel like, like I'm, super I'm never going to play Metal Gear Solid Five, And apparently I have it fucking so installed it, on Kayla. my goddamn. So, so good. It's such a good uh, so I've still been playing that uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, nice. 80, 85 hours. Of course, the only way <laughs> to play that game is through fucking Cassandra. So I've been playing through. I finally, I started the Elysium DLC like on my first playthrough, and I wasn't high enough on it. Uh, in levels, so I was just getting my ass whooped, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not, not even gonna try, I'm just gonna keep going with the main game, and then I started, um, I started my new game plus, and I got to, like, level 65 or 67, and I was like, you know what, fuck Mm. it, let's do this Elysium DLC after that fucking shit show that was the Tales of the Assassin, or whatever, where I had a baby, but my family wasn't involved. What the fuck is that nonsense? Um, and it's, you start off in Elysium because, and I'm going to say it the way they say it in the game, because that's the only way I can say it now. Persephone, um, who's the wife of Hades, is a captor there, and she's, like, taking it over, and she's literally become the abuser. Like, the, the, the 10% chance of an abused person becoming the abuser. She's the abuser. Mm. And she's she's made Elysium like her. She's a tyrant. And you're trying to get out of Elysium. And the first episode, like, Elysium is gorgeous. The music was totally different from the main game. Like, the main game is more strings and plucking. Like, there wasn't really any violin stuff because... In ancient Greece, there were no violins. It was all lutes and flutes and shit like that. Right. But everywhere you go in Elysium is this beautiful melody, even when you're fighting things. And some of those, I was pretty, so I was I was high enough up that most of the uh, characters, were, that the enemies that I fought were all a level 69. So I thought everybody no, I... would get a kick out of that. Um, Thank you, Robert. You're welcome. It's holding back. <laughs> um, but it's it's a it's the more classical take of Persephone and Hades, where she was taken against her will. Like most yeah. modern interpretations, is like you know they kind of fall in love, and maybe it wasn't like rape. Yeah, maybe Get it wasn't rape. rape. <laughs> no, yeah, this is her like. He put me here. He's my captive. Like, I'm his captive. 
So I made Elysium as I am. And you meet you meet Hikate, which is like the goddess of secrets and doors and keys and stuff like that. Normally she's attuned with like witchcraft. And Hermes, because he's the he's the guy who makes the staff. That's like the main right. MacGuffin in Odyssey. That's his staff. And you have to figure because what you're doing as Cassandra is you're learning how to wield the staff so you you don't become like your father and like turn to the dark side apparently it's pretty much mm. what it is um and that's that started off and that's really good and you meet your grandfather leonidas and he fights with you and it's adorable and then you get to the second episode where you actually go to fucking hades and it's pretty much hades and poseidon the god of the sea like taking bets on what you would do or how would you do things like, would you be a good person or would you be a shitball? And hmm. you're just like, man, what the... Like, okay. Isn't that literally happens to Job in the Bible? I don't... Pretty sure that's I, I don't know Christianity stuff, man. Like, yeah, I mean, to the Job is person. literally... Job, Job's story is fucked up. Because literally, like, God's like, hey, you can't corrupt Job. And that was like... Uh, well, yeah, bitch, I am, I can. <laughs> you just won't let me. And then God, not saying, no, I'm not going to let you. This is my son. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I love him. God's like, all right, fuck, fuck him up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, yeah, you're right. Just come in, come in and ruin this man's livelihood. Have his family killed. Fucking, like, just strip everything. I fucking from bet. And then, and then it was, he'll still be my boy. He'll still be my boy even after all that. So the end some, of episode uh, one, you kill Cerberus, which is like the gatekeeper <gasps> of Hades. You cut off all three to, of the heads? Uh, I mean, so in, in episode one, he's this dog named Ross. He's just this cute little dog. He's just this cute oh, dog. No. And Parasaphone, like, throws this Eden artifact, this Isu artifact into this... So you Such have to. He turned. Yeah, I know. It's so, God, it's so fucked. This is so fucked up. Um, and then the Ross turns into Cerberus because that's a key to to the underworld because uh, Cassandra's trying to get out of it. She's like, I want to get the fuck out of here, please. And they're like, mm, no. So she kills. Cer she kills Cerberus. Uh, Mass Effect Two theme insert here. Uh, <laughs> So she has to, like, make four heroes, legends, kings, into the new, like, guardians of the underworld, which is, like, Agamemnon, who slays his daughter because Athena thinks she's too pretty to, to have wind to start the Trojan War. Sounds like what Isaac and Abraham. Jesus. Um, Hercules, because he's strong. Perseus. Hmm. This is hilarious. Perseus, so when you slay Perseus, he goes, why did I end up here? I slayed, I slayed Medusa and she was evil, right? Or maybe she was just misunderstood. And I'm like, oh, you mean because she was a, a priestess of Athena who was raped in the temple. So Athena got mad and turned her into a fucking Gorgon. Like yeah, maybe she was a bit misunderstood because she was a fucking rape victim. A lot of, lot of, lot of Greek legends, a lot of Greek Is this fucking just like gods God of War are, now? are gigantic what assholes. Yeah, I, I mean, this is just it's just Greek mythology. Like Greek mythology is like 
it is literally a lot of rape and incest and people being upset about rape victims. Like, that's just what Greek mythology is. It sucks Right, sometimes. but, like, this is Assassin's Creed. Yeah, well, I mean, Assassin's Creed's like, kind of gotten is... away from the sci-fi and leaned more to, into that stuff, I think. So. Well, there's, there is a lot of sci-fi still in this. Like, there is there is still some... It's it's not hardcore... It's not hard sci-fi. Like, it's... Because, like, some of that shit from, like, 1 and 2 and even 3 was, like, some of the hard sci-fi stuff. Yeah, there's... I mean, there's still, like... You're dealing with Atlantis, like... The Elysium is a is a simulation. Alethea is dead, maybe. I don't know. Right. She's like the Isu woman who wants to spark a rebellion because she's like, you guys are fucking with humans too much. Y'all need to stop. Um, I haven't finished the second DLC, but it's one of the... So one of the characters in the game early on in the main game is called Elpinor, and he's like... He's he's the guy that gets you started in with the cult. Like he gets you off of Kefalonia, but you have to kill your dad. And he's mm. he's a part of oh. the cult. But in right. but in Hades realm, he's working with Hades, so you have to work with him. And at the end of the mission, so it's like Snake in the Grass is the is the main game, and then the snake sheds his skin. Mm. Is in the DLC. So at the end of it you can either throw him into Tartarus, which is like the bad, I guess like hell, I guess. I don't know, yeah. Christianity nonsense. I don't know, what the fuck. Um, or you can like kind of give him forgiveness. Like, yeah, I think you've kind of changed. And that's all he wants. He just wants you to like say like, yeah, he's better than what he was. And he'll like, a load will lighten or whatever. And for the most part, you're like, I don't know, man. Like, you kind of fucked me over real hard. You maybe want to, like, kill my foster dad um, and shit like that. My brother kind of hates me because of you. Like, meh, you know. Uh, but if you, of course, I was like, yeah, I guess you've changed. Whatever. And he's like, that's all I ever wanted. Like, cool. I'm happy. Approval. Yeah. Like, I just want you to say, yeah, I guess you're okay now. And you're like, <laughs> Great. Validation. Validation. That's all what men need, right? It's just some validation yeah. from I mean, a woman. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. kind of everything that a man needs I, and then, in a nutshell. And then one of the other, other missions is you with Phoebe, who in the, in the main game is this little girl who idolizes you. Like, she wants to be you. She has a little wooden carving of an eagle because she wants an eagle like Icaros. Like, she just wants to be like you, and she dies in the main game. Um, and you're heartbroken. Like, I was heartbroken when Phoebe died. Like, I legit cried. I could not help it. Um, but you find her in in Hades because she's trying to find her real parents, and she doesn't kind of... She doesn't remember you. But at the end mm. of hers, like... I think with... The cutscene with Poseidon and Hades, it's like... She could have given her this water that would have made her forget Cassandra and she would have lived happily and ignorant and Elysium with her parents. Or she could have not have given her the water. Um, and instead you made her embrace her own bravery and live a, as a better person that she still know you and love you even though you're not with her. And I guess Haiti was a, like, 
Hades is on your side, I guess. I haven't gotten to the whole end of the DLC yet. But Hades is in Pose Poseidon's like, yeah, she'll take the easy way out, like, all the time. Just, like, whatever, just to get it going. And Hades is like, no, I think she's kind of nuanced. Like, she's kind of okay. I'm at I'm at the DLC part where you meet your husbando, Brasidas. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah, I was very happy. Because in one, Persephone, Pers because that's what they say in, in that DLC, that's how you say her name, she goes... You could either have Phoebe or Brasidas back. You, like, if you do this for me, I will give you Brasidas or or Phoebe. And I was like, mm, I really want my husbando. <laughs> I really want my husbando back. Um, and then you do something that pisses her off, and she's like, "Fuck you!" Like, deals off. Like, you're gonna, I'm gonna fucking murder you. And you're like, great. But now I have to do something for Brasidas because he thinks like. His worst enemy is your brother or sister, whatever, depending. Uh, Demos. Mm -hmm. So you have to, like, get his shield because Spartans really love shields or whatever. And and I was like, no, it's because uh, you live by the Spartan code, and apparently that's not the best thing to do. You know, maybe you should have not have done that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the middle of that mission. So that's what I've been playing. But I also watched the new Bill and Ted movie that came out. Ooh. Uh, villain, yes. I've heard good things. It's really good. I'm, I'm surprised about how good it is. Uh, because it's, because the whole premise of one and two is the Wild Stallions are supposed to compose a song that unites the world, right? The Wild Stallions, and let's do air guitar. Okay, there we go. Um, mm -hmm. but they fail to do it. And their wives want to leave them, and they have two daughters who are, like, totally in the fucking music. Um, and they're they're pretty... The daughters are pretty much Bill and Ted, but they actually know what the fuck they're doing. Or they've mm. lucked into doing what the fuck they're doing. Um, and it's all about this one song, or the, or the, the time... Time is collapsing in on itself. And they have to figure out the song that re that unites the world so that time keeps going. Um, and so it's them, like, going into time to themselves to see who actually wrote the fucking who wrote the fucking the song. And then they realize they didn't actually write the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, like, the twist. daughter's... And the daughters go out and they find like the best musicians of every era. Like they go get Jimi Hendrix. They go get Louis Armstrong. They go get Mozart. Like Jimi Hendrix like does a jam with Mozart. And that's how Mozart and Jimi <laughs> Hendrix meet in the movie. It's, it's, and then they go like to ancient, like, Af like BC Africa to find a drummer and then they find like the best flutist who is apparently this flutist in China who is a woman and they're like oh my god it's a woman like yeah bitch it's a woman of course like the drummer is a woman like what the fuck are you talking about um but it's it's really good it's a really fun fun like the ending really pumps you up like it was a really good send off on that 
Um, because, you know, Rufus isn't alive anymore. So his daughter is the one you deal with now. And then there's a robot named Dennis. And apparently, apparently Death joined the Wild Stallions as a bassist, like string bass. And he leaves and they sue him. Or they sue Ooh. each other, like, the Wild Stallions, because he's like, no, I'm the Wild Stallions. They're like, man, you tried to, like, steal our name and shit. Like, you tried to, like, they, apparently they sued each other. Like, so how do you sue death? I don't get it. Um, <laughs> or a restraining a lawyer. And there's a robot that's named Dennis, who finally figures out, um... That he's sentient because he's died and go to he- and he goes to hell. It's it's wild, but it's a fun little romp. It's a fun little mm. romp. <laughs> it's I I think I paid twenty four ninety nine for it. I might have actually paid for it instead of rented it for twenty bucks, just because mm. it's like five dollars difference. It was on right. Amazon Prime. I mean, it's more than the 30 than what people are going to pay for fucking Mulan, which I will never fucking see. Eat shit. Yeah, nope. Fuck that. Fuck not, that not noise. That. So. Yeah, I haven't played any more Spirit Fair because, man, that game's depressing. Uh, yeah. Oh, now it's depressing? <laughs> it was always depressing, but... It's oh, so good, you mean it have to you... be like more whimsical, and it's like, yes, your death, but also like it's it's really heartfelt. If and, you and pleasant, if you sit on it for a couple days after and not played it, you're like, do I want to go back into this? <laughs> um, because as beautiful, so I want to say this about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, about the two different DLCs in in Elysium. There's beautiful melody. In the second DLC, there's no music hmm. at all. I think like within the cutscenes, but like even in Elysium, like when you were just traversing through, like you just had your horse or you were on a boat, like there's always music, and it was always like the a beautiful song, like a beautiful melody. In Hades, there ain't shit. You're just listening to nothing but like ambient sound of your boat rowing or you riding. There is nothing. It's the complete opposite, which is a really good choice. Mm-hmm. I would think because would you think in hell there would be like good music you could listen to? No. No, there wouldn't. There would be nothing. Mm-hmm. You'd just be like, all I hear is fucking silence. Ambient noise, yeah. Yeah. The sound of silence, yes. The sound of silence. I love disturbed. And it's not even like (laughs) a deafening, like, a deafening silence. Like, oh, everything's muted. It's just like, oh, here's the boat and it's rowing. Yeah. Mm. That's all you got. That's it. Or if you're in battle, there's the battle music. But other than Mm. that, there's Mm. nothing. In Elysium, there's music everywhere everybody's singing everybody's dancing like people are just like singing a tune or you're out in the out in a glorious flower field and there's beautiful melody coming from i don't know where the fuck even while i'm killing people but in hades 
there ain't shit. And you're like, this is fucking depressing. I would never want to be here. And it's really hard to see. Like, it's it's five o'clock Texas on a highway going westward and everything's blinding in your face. That's what it <laughs> felt like. It's awful. It's awful. You have to pull over and wait like 20 minutes or else you can't fucking drive. I don't know how people do it. I always go the opposite Man, like, I, I, like It's like, okay, this is going to be a pleasant game I could play with Sarah because like, I hear it's co-op, but now it's like... All but right. Sparefare? Yeah. Oh, no. Sparefare. Keep playing. No, play Sarah. Play it. Play Sparefare. I swear mm. to Christ, just play it. It's, <laughs> it's glorious. I just don't think I can... I don't. I don't think I can hand, handle I'm, it right now. I'm too depressed. That's a totally <laughs> fair assessment. Like but, sometimes you. But it's not because you don't want to watch a sad Mar- Fair a sad would thing. make me more depressed. It would make me feel good, and then I would come out of it going, "Oh yeah, I'm still depressed." <laughs> mm, damn. Like, Spare Fair is. Play it. Play Spirit Fair. I swear to Christ. Play. If just play it. 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 I. I will. It's 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 lower the list right now because you are done with Yakuza. Just pull everything back. Just put Spirit Fair at the front and be like Sarah. It's time for other games in my life than just this one franchise for the last eight months. Yes. It is a totally, it is my quarantine totally series. different yes. art, totally different music, totally different environment from Yakuza. Like, you need to put it in your eyeballs. It would be a good chaser for the shot that was Yakuza, let's say. I swear to Christ, do it. Speaking of Yakuza, though, you, you said you kind of put the, uh, put the, close the book the on axe. Yakuza 2 Kiwami, was it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, l- l- last I said, like, it, 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 it's, it's been a chore to play it. Um, because I, I've been trying to reach uh, and beat every sub-story and uh, trying to uh, entangle myself into doing more of the side contents, even though some of you kind of don't have to, and I consider, like, 100%ing the game, like, doing all the sub-stories instead of trying to do all the completion points, because some of them are just... They're just mean. Like, like, like hey, go, go, go beat Virtualon, or go beat... Um, virtual fighter two, space harrier. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that shit. Or like, go beat outrun. It's just like, man, I, I don't want to hurt myself because that's the only road that's gonna lead to that. That's just too much. At least you know when your 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 limit is. You know where. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I like this game, but going through this bullshit is uh, not on my list. It's and a lot. You're gonna be doing that when you go back to Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> that's what I'm no. thinking. No, I mean, like, that, that side content's really easy. Like, oh, yeah, break a bunch of boxes, do some darts. <laughs> like, try try playing expert darts in Yakuza. Come back to me then, uh-huh. Jesus. This is a fight, this is a tier list of uh, the best dart mini games and video games. There's there's your end for VGA. Here's the top five, oh, or you top mean seven like, dartboard uh, Grand games. Grand Theft Auto 4. Right. Oh, oh, number five is Grand Theft Auto 4. Boy, look at that fucking dart swivel. I don't... <laughs> yeah, it's got bowling and, and, and billiards, too. Yeah, so uh, eat your heart out. Uh, hey, cousin. Hey, cousin, let's go bowling. <laughs> I don't know. What was that? 
Now, I'm not going to do a fake Japanese accent because I don't. I I'm not a shitty person, so no, I'm not, I can't not. even try and uh, do a Yakuza um, let's, joke. Look, we're Caucasian. Let's yeah. just do Caucasian accent. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. It's fine. It's fine. Trust me, video games have us no. covered. We got plenty of Caucasian voices to go around. Yeah. No, it, it just call me too. Like I, I I finally beat it. I finally completed the story, and you know, like I enjoyed a lot of it. I enjoyed a lot of it. It, it. it just got to the end where, like, you you just brought up with the face of so many like plot twists and like tropes for for the sake of tropes. Um, your your cop partner friend got shot by a sniper with a non lethal round in a non lethal area because reasons. Sure, sure. Like, it's, it, by it's, it's, it's all like rules, I guess. <laughs> like four different people playing like five dimensional chess. And it's just like, like, aha, I was not dead. You played well into my trap because you were forced into action and you that, that, that forced this other person into action. So you have to fight each other and start this war. I and I'm actually a secret Jinguin, like Korean mafia dude who's all part of this massacre, like one of the three survivors. But there's actually seven survivors by the end of this game. And like, oh yeah, your cop partner... Is is as a half sibling to your main antagonist, who is also part of the Korean mafia, uh, and, and like everyone's all, like, oh, yeah. Kiryu was there, Metal Kiryu's Gear. dad was there like, at the same night, and I it was just like, it's it's that joke from the Venture Brothers where it's just like like you, like oh all you people went to the same university, like all all, all, all these, these like villains and and and. and, and <laughs> And, and and main characters were like all congregating in the same area. That's, that's 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 this game. Like yes, this guy was somehow connected to this conflict. Everyone was there at the same night. All these players for sure. Weird reason because the plot contrivance and all that. Mm-hmm. I, it just. <sighs> I I think I'm glad you're getting a little more distance before fucking playing. Uh, for for playing future Yakuza games, like you know, like. Yeah, you're getting I'm, a little I'm, bit of a breather. I'm taking a break. It's 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 only gonna be like a two month break because uh, seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Yak, like a dragon is gonna be coming out soon, and that one's gonna be dope as shit. And I'm also gonna try to do every sub story in that and um, see how everyone reacts because um, I know um, Brendan and quite a few other people in our in our friend group are gonna be uh, indulging in that game because it is a uh, JRPG. In the traditional um, sense. Are you saying that I'm yeah. going to actually start playing Yakuza because it's going to be a JRPG? Is that what you're trying to say, Robert? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, Jesus, not this again. It's, it's going to be, it's, if it I comes out this year, is it likely to be PNB's game of the year? I could do, look, I could it do the Universe. Hey, like a dragon. Fly like a dragon. <laughs> oh, see, I was doing the Ma- the Madonna parody. Madonna, right? There's yeah, also no, the Madonna I, angle. I listened. To, I listened to last week. Yeah, no, I just like <laughs> gave Robert, I'm giving Robert options of like a dragon. There you or go. Or you do like the, the Lily Island. Uh huh. <laughs> fight, fight, Yakuza like a dragon. <laughs> now, um, one 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 little interesting tidbit to note is is uh, like how it it, it kind of mirrors the. Resident Evil franchise and, and like very like uh, small ways where it's like oh Yakuza had, had a game in the series that, that was a prequel called Zero and so did Resident Evil and 
Resident Evil 7 was called Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. It's like, oh, that's funny. Like the Japanese title of the game, but then Resident, like uh, Yakuza it's 7. In Japan, it's, yeah. It's, it's like a it's dragon. Yeah, if, if yeah. you do the, the uh, translation. So it's like, it's like, oh, it's like Master Roshi, Muten Roshi thing. Like right, Master right, Master. right. You think Master, you think Master Roshi's my real name? <laughs> uh, that's a specific joke for me and Dylan. Shout out to Team Four Star. <laughs> Shout out to Team Four Star indeed. No, uh, but uh, so. yeah, like uh, my original point was, is I'm glad you're getting a little bit of space before the next one. Where you're gonna be the fucking like arms crossed, like old guard Yakuza guy, being like these whippersnappers playing Yakuza now, you know? Like Why can't I remember I do when it was heat a attacks. Up? <laughs> you fucking bunch of scrubs. <laughs> I just want to punch people with my heat attacks. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it was fun while it lasted. There, there, there was some side content that I didn't really have to do that was not related to any sub-stories. Um, some of it's just, just fucking mean. Like, it, it, it just pelts you with, like, bullshit after bullshit. And, and, um... Yeah, like I I beat all the sub stories, which like I'm I'm gonna do from from here on out for like every every Yakuza game I play. Um, I I didn't do that with Kwame One or, or Zero because it's like oh it's the first time I'm playing them and it's like is it doable somewhat? Um, you you just have to look for it at that point. But right. Kwame, I think if I'm jumping into the series, that I should yes. start with Zero. I say Kwame Two. Yeah, I say Kwame Two. Really? Oh, you want to go get better with every time with each entry. I get it. Um, I don't. It, 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 it really is hard because like everyone's gonna say like, oh yeah, zero, zero is the best, and then like overall, I would say so. Um, just just like looking back and it's just like, oh man, that was cool. Like I like what they did. With, 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 like you know, like playing Kwame one and two. You know, like, you can see things like that trace back to zero. And um, but Kwame two just like it, 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 it feels like the most if if you're if you have no intentions of, of playing any other ones and you just want to give it a try, um, then just Kwame, Kwame two. two, for sure because like it, I think it, it is obviously the, the, the most modern um, of of the bunch that isn't like six. Um, it it kind of has the best story so far, but you know like, it, it it really varies. The ending really soured me on on two. Um, mm-hmm. so, so like like the a lot of, there's a lot of like um, quality of life things that um, change in Kwame Two that really really helps it. Like if you're trying to find sub stories, like it's it's much easier now. Um, if, if you're trying to um, you know go, go to different places, it, like it loads a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, like I've been um, playing another game. Um, I was trying to weigh in on that uh, remake. Um, what, what was the difference between? You know, playing play, playing games on, on its original controllers and playing it on, on the ported controllers, and so on. When reference to like Super Mario sixty four and Sunshine and whatnots, and, and and just just how those games in general, like 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 sixty four was in like is and was an important game. Um, and there's some nostalgia leveled in there too, and Halo kind of has that too. You know, I'm, I'm playing through it right now. Um, with Sarah because she's never played it, and, and she straight up asked me. This so was like, all right, so what made like Halo so great for its time? And like mm. sitting down and thinking of it, and, and it's just like, yeah, it's hard, like, a it? lot of game, yeah. Like, it, it was like the first like actual console game that was like, oh no, we're gonna make the first person shooter right on the system on top of the the level design, 
like it being so open and not like a tunnel shooter or like not not be nothing but but um doom tunnels and corridors tunnels. And, and hallways even though the first level of halo is totally just that <laughs> true true but then it opens up once you actually get into right. halo and, and, like, halo. You, and you experience it throughout and um you know like like playing again today like, there's a lot of like reused assets and like I, I i i level a lot of shit against it like the back half because like oh you're just doing the you're just retraining your same steps just you know it now has the flood and the flood it's disgusting and annoying i don't like them it looks and, like an anus yeah. there you go <laughs> bunch of gear aliens. a lot of tendrils yes your zombies or whatever the fuck that, that are just fucking Metroid knockoffs. <laughs> they are. Uh, Look it up. Uh, alien race. Yeah. Ancient alien um, race that gets wiped out by the thing they try to create to destroy another thing. Is literally the Metroid. Oh, you you mean Leviathans and I mean, Mass no. Effect Three? That's who. That's who. You know what? If you want to give no. Metroid even more credit, I'll. You know what? I'll be its ambassador. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Look, there are the precursors that, that turned into the flood. For for some weird reason, and then like the forerunners and the and the ancient humans all had to fight them off, but like there's no like the thing that they created to to fight to 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 combat the flood. All they did with the flood, really, like they they know full well, like they 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 had to all die to to get rid of the flood, to choke out the flood, to reset the universe. That's the whole point of the the, the halo rings in, in the in the deep lore. And they did, they did do a sprinkle some some like a vagaries about, about the lore in Halo One itself. It, it's just like they, they expand upon it, um, right? And, and later things are just like, huh? That, that, that's, that's some interesting like bit bit a bit of like dialogue you're you're you're, you're discussing. Um, mm. But like to, to fully flush it out, like like you will get that lore later on. But just, oh, just yeah. like oh, this is some cool things you're you're saying and then like you're you're gesturing to. But um, does it pay off? Does, do you fully explain it that much? Like, ah, not really. Mm, they're just setting the stage for all a Halo game thing to do. That's how a first game in these franchises usually works. You know, like, right? It, it might seem contained in its own light, and or in its own right rather, and then mm-hmm. it opens up to something way huger. You know, there's always a there's always a window. Right. Right. But it's not like, like Mass Effect One. Mass Effect One mm-hmm. could have been the end of the series. It could have been. It could have just been a one-off. Right. It literally could have been a one-off. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But right. they were like, no, this is going to be a trilogy, right? You know this, right? Yeah. Like, well, they we already built the, the engine. The you know, yeah. might as well do another one. Well, they, that's what they... <laughs> yeah. I so, mean, for Mass Effect 1, that's what they were like. And this is a fucking trilogy. Mm-hmm. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it is set up, like, especially if you play a DLC for Mass Effect 1, it is set up like, hey, no, there's more story for you to see here. There's a there's okay. a giant there's a giant T two that you have to fight at the end of the second Acts one. two. The first I know. the first DLC for for Mass Effect One was a crap. shooty range and an asteroid yes, it was that was crap. gonna break into a planet. Like that's it. That's Mass Effect One. I thought this I thought the Mass Effect One DLC had the Reaper in it. No, no, no. absolutely oh, okay. not. That 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 was two. That, that, that was the that, bridge one for those aftermath. Or Arrival, yeah. Yeah. Arrival is two to three. Yeah, we're okay. committed genocide. Okay. I thought, for some reason, I thought that was from one to two. No. One's DLC no. was a... I mean, 
the the aspirin one, one was, was like fun. like we don't know what we're doing with this. That was bad. Right. It was very much like, like this is cut was, content. That was a Batarian pirates, but the other one was like a time shooty gallery, time trial bullshit that just made me angry. I f- I feel like I haven't been like invested in a franchise especially triple a game franchise as much as i was like mass effect 3 just the the hype at, at that time because <clears throat> everybody's still super high in mass effect 2 when mass effect 3 came out yeah. like you know I mean, two, two was always a... two was always goaded two is always like yes mass effect 2 was just like our gold standard like and that was the end of things well, it felt two like. was such a fun ride up until the end like i i'm not i'm not a huge just i don't like big dumb set piece boss fights so like it's the reason why like Arkham Asylum like it's really fun until you fight Joker. The end. Like two was really fun. Like even doing stuff with like the collector and everything was like super fun. Oh yeah, this, uh, the suicide run was great, and that that theme song suicide run is a banger. Not yeah. not not the giant Terminator. Not the, the giant, giant Terminator. Terminator. Is dumb. That could have been something yeah. completely different. I don't. I don't get it. I think that I think that ending is worse than Mass Effect 3's ending. Just objectively, you just it's like, oof. it's really yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. It's I really remember, dumb. I remember, like I said, I, I I didn't play through one at the time, and I just really loved like two so much, and I loved going in there. I loved getting ready for Suicide One. I loved doing the like I did every companion mission. Like I had everyone like ranked up really high. I still ended up losing. I think I ended up losing. Uh, Jacob and Morden uh, during my suicide run. But it was still so much fun, like, getting everything set up and then, like, oh, like, you find out, like, some other shit's happening. And it's, like, it's really fun then for them to be, like, and what is this? The Reaper that's mixed with mod? With and I was humans. like, oh, my gosh. Ah, uh, the Reapers <laughs> made made Reaper skeletons out of, like, just that, spoofing the, the species that they are. That was very much like the like EA saying, like, well, there has to be, like, a final boss fight or something. What, what where, where is it? it? It And it feels super rushed. It does. Yeah. It's not good at all, man. I think it would have been really, better really just fun. as, like, just... Like another like another like horde run, like yeah, another horde run, fine. but with like some kind of Saren like figure. No, doesn't even have to be that original or anything. It would have been better than the fucking Terminator. It would, you know what? If you just had Harbinger like through the collector in a little thing above something, and it just been like hmm. boss rushes, I would have been cool until you fight him. I yeah, that would have been dope. Or that would have been way better than again than... and just like. Then your boss rushes is you just getting the fuck out. Yeah, I or, escape like like a Metroid detonating a Metroid like yeah. bomb and I'll give this get the end of the level. Or, oh yeah, or, save the frames or save the animals, but it's your career. Yeah, yeah. or you just get the but fuck out. Or, or like your boss run just be the suicide run. Like you have to optimize and pick. Like hey, here are the best. Like you have to pick the best people and how you loaded out and created those characters. That's how you could put them in each different one. That would have been more interesting than yeah. Here's a giant utilizing, skeleton utilizing the roles over of a cliff. your crew. That would have right. been a better thing than the fucking Reaper. And but you had to do the yeah. goddamn Reaper thing, and I hated it so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish, especially like going back now, especially because uh, I decided to replay them again, <gasps> uh, playing through one. Uh, and like my whole thing is like I've made a female shepherd and she's like the sole survivor. So I want to do it, go back through it now, and like it would be kind of like serendipitous if like you did that final run and then no one survives but you. No, like I okay. think that would be kind of so, interesting. 
I did that run. Ooh. And you don't survive. Oh. If you are the only one, it's just Joker, you don't survive. Okay. So. That sounds very don't ominous. Don't do that fucking run. <laughs> Kayla, that's your fight. If we ever do creepypastas, that's your creepypasta voice. Jesus, I was fucking <laughs> enthralled. Don't. Yes. Because Joker can't hold you. He's got brittle bones in right. him. No one else can right. hold you. No one's going to be there. Karen Chakwas, bless her, if I was a fucking lesbian, that's who I'd be a lesbian <laughs> with. It's Karen fucking... The gilf, I get it. Yeah, dude. Char- oh, Karen Chakwas can get it. She's a fucking milf. Um, <laughs> no. At the end of that run... Jokers will Joker will tell tell the elusive man that they failed, and it's mm. end game. Mission mm. mission failure, and then the things will get. Will brum, 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 brum. As he presented four yep. runs, when you fucking you just game over prematurely. Brutal, you yes, it is a brutal fucking run. Don't ever do that run. I did that run, Oof. and that's why I've never talked about that run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, said, I, I just thought about it, like, cause, uh, cause you can do so many cool things with your shepherd. I thought that'd be kind of cool, like doing like the, hey, she, like she cannot, she can't keep her crew, like she tries. You, and that's her, you have to have at least thing. one because they'd have to be the one that actually gets all the crew to the ship. Right. So I always pick Grunt, and Grunt always so grunt, survives. Grunt, yep, yeah, Grunt's tough. My baby boy, Grunt. Kind of feel, feels like the, the the final boss should have been more more like you trying to gather your crew as you're running back and, and you did what you the did escape the, the yeah. actual escape of, of like trying to grab people and it's like all right time to go save garris time to go save rex time, or, because, or, i'm sorry uh grunts and, and and so on and you're like gathering your teammates yeah. as, as you're going, going through like like i mean the whole point of this is like, like climax you're not climax so, the whole the whole point of mass effect is you're not supposed to be able to take on uh a fucking like reaper by yourself so it, it, it doubly makes no sense for that to be the end boss like it should like the whole thing was like hey we're doing this because we're trying to destroy this before it becomes the thing this is the reason why we're doing and this we're doing it mission. together because right. no man is an island <laughs> right so like that that's why it should have been that way i don't know like i said we're really getting stuff mass effect 2 great game just a really dumb end boss fight not even ending I love the ending. It's just that boss fight is really dumb. Right. Yep. I agree. I'm pretty sure Bioware yeah. also agrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to any of the Bioware people uh, because I don't do that. Um, no, they're, t- they're busy. They're busy trying to save Anthem. Bless their hearts. Just make fucking Anthem single goddamn player, please. God damn it. Just. <sighs> That, Just make it an RPG. That it's music. Fun. It, well, they have to make it good first. No, okay. <laughs> that music is. I listen to that soundtrack, no joke, as much as I can because that music is amazing. Sarah Schumer is amazing at soundtracks. Mm. There. Yes, there are people who make soundtracks that I listen to on Spotify because their music is so great. <laughs> No, Sarah no, is one I of mean, them. I, yeah, I get it. Anth- Anthem's yeah. songs are great. I cannot play that game with other people, A, yeah. because I'm a girl. 
<laughs> yeah. And but I mean, the movement's great. The the, the movement is the great thing. in that game. When like played, flying feels fun. Yeah, when I played it single player, like as much as I could, single player, it it was amazing. But what yeah. I had to have other people in my squad with me, and they weren't in like an AI squad. Which why the fuck wouldn't you do that? That's when it got dumb hard, and I couldn't beat it. But being in those in those suits were great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I yeah, I wish just Anthem they just make it single player. I mean, it's, it's, I know you poo-poo the Avengers game, but I know that that game has single player. It does. It I watched at, uh, Manny Allen play it at fucking uh, like go. two o'clock in the morning <laughs> <laughs> with his weird ass like circled gray like face in the in the stream for Twitch. Also, <laughs> that's that Street Fighter Two movie. I'd never seen it. I love that movie, the animated that, movie. Dude, that that, was... that Chun Li Vega fight, no joke, was a fucking amazing. But also, like, it's great. No one needed to see her tits or ass, like. <laughs> I mean, but when I also, originally watched I it, I didn't it's see that. The fucking nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it was the nineties. Like I said, when I when I watched it originally, I didn't see that because in the American cut, it doesn't have her tits and ass. Like I think it cuts right, right when it goes to show her ass, it cuts away. Because uh, I got it, I had gotten it originally on the Street Fighter um, 2, it's like the Street Fighter 2 um, collection, like it was like Street Fighter 2 and then some other game, like collection, but it was also on there, so that's like mm-hmm. the first time I saw it. But like, and I was talking about it on the stream, because I, I, like, thankfully Matt had me on, me and Greg Moore, who I, I love Greg Moore, and I want to have him on one of our shows one of these days, the guy who worked at Capcom forever and does localization, he's a great guy. Uh, but we were talking about it, but like that's and Dylan, you know, like that's like in my wheelhouse. It's like '90s anime, and yeah. I got to talk about like the the Vega Sakura fight, which is like Sakuga 101. Like when you first figure out what what Sakuga, which is like great animation, is because like that is the best fight in the movie, and mm-hmm. it just feels very tactical. And like Chun Li is really great. Like she does such a great job to make her have agency in that fight when like. It's not that movie's not really great to women, right? No, it's but, fucking like, not. I, I, <laughs> yes, I was really upset for the rest of that. But that move, that that fight is great. That's the only thing. Yeah, it's it's a really great fight. Uh, I like that movie. That movie's fun. It's a it's a fun dumb movie. Uh, but I'm I'm a dumb anime guy, so like it was it was able <laughs> it was cool because I got to stretch my muscles and that was feeling bad. I was, I was telling Matt, I was like, hey, I think I talked too much, and he's like. No, dude, you were good. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah, you're supposed to talk too much. Oh, yeah, no, it was really good. Like, the commentary was great. I couldn't really hear you guys a whole lot. I know. That was like, Matt had a, I think, I think, and it's like the output in the Twitch. uh, Because I know it's the issue I had doing my stuff. It's the output in the Twitch and then the audio from that because like the video itself audio was loud. So like, we're on, we're on Zoom or Hangouts, wherever we did it. So our audio was fine, but the Twitch audio is where it kind of goes. So you have to lower like the movie audio and then kind of adjust it in. So that's kind of a thing that we have to work on. But I think we're I think he's doing another one tomorrow. I may hop on again. Uh, he's asked me previously to hop on, so I might hop on. So who knows? It might that? become the Monday Night Movies. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure Hell what yeah. he's going to do. I might reach out to him. But I might become the Monday Night Movies guy. Oh hey. So that's fun. You're and the only one available. That's true. It seems like yeah. <laughs> 
Everyone's <laughs> either too busy or just like, eh, I don't fucking want to do it. <laughs> That's true. Um, are you getting a guess, or do I need to talk about what I've been playing? Um, uh, we do have a guest. Special guest. You can come over Yay. here. Um, are you okay with being on? Let's get her in the here real quick. Three people. She's gonna go Betty Bye. Oh no, she she's she she slept in. She was just uh, doing some spackling. Uh, you want to sit down? Doing some spackling, huh? Spackling. Big old well, spackling. We have a bunch of holes spackling. around the walls here that we're trying to fill. Uh-huh, in, so. The holes. The holes. The holes. Need uh-huh. a get, get, get them holes for. spackled, Robbie. <laughs> it's a girl. Spackled it's in girl the holes. Sarah. Yeah. Listen, listen. Sarah. Is it time for the Dashcon conversation? Dashcon 2020 no, conversation. Dashcon conversation needs its own episode, okay? I've it really been waiting will. for that. Literally, I need to prepare like pages worth of documentation for y'all before we can do the Dashcon episode. I, I am down for it, girl. <laughs> I, I have been... It, it deserves its own can be every, special. Dude, I, Dashcon to me, without even getting into it, it is the most interesting... And wild thing that's ever happened. The only person I've seen do a video on it was this YouTuber Sarah Zed, who did one like who did like on the back history of DashCon and then like how it was like kind of a con and like two of the convention goers ended up spending all the money before the convention. So like <laughs> then when they were out of money, they asked for more money, and I was just like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So so I saw that video because one of my other friends linked it to me after I told her that, that I had been to DashCon. Um, so I like, I like that video because that was like one of the more compassionate takes on DashCon that I'd seen because a lot of people just fucking dunk on everyone who went and it's just kind of like, that's not fair. You know, all right. people were like young Tumblrites who like really thought that meeting with internet people would be a good thing to do. Um so i don't know but so like the the financial aspects of stuff was like stuff that i had never until i watched that video actually been able to find or verify so that's like astonishing Mm. to me that she was able to do that um but what she doesn't have that y'all will have eventually when i get it together is like a first-hand account of the actual convention itself jesus and she says in the video i cannot wait for this this sounds like you're making a feature for like a big website like this is the fucking polygon spread (laughs) This is our this, thread. This is the P and This will make us <laughs> listen. This will make us. Sarah, thank you for making us. Yeah, yeah there you go. Time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Y'all are the only media outlet I talk to. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just blissfully off the internet. Um, and that's <laughs> and that's, that's why Sarah Zed. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's why. That's why Sarah Zed said that she had never met anybody in person who'd ever been because we all just don't talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, this is not that story because that story will take an entire episode and I need to actually like write down like everything that I saw at that godforsaken convention. Sounds I also like have PMB like... Presents uh, for a week or two from now. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Sure. Yeah, I'll have to look at my calendar. But you know, I also have like audio proof that I went, which I just, which I li- like literally, literally never went looking for until like a few weeks ago and found it somehow. So... You know, anyway, what are we going Sarah, on? Sarah, you are a fucking time that. bomb. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this is not that story. This is not that story. This I'm is telling you. depth right. charge. Um, yeah. <laughs> by the way, like, y'all, this is a very rare privilege to see, with, see me without my makeup, by the way. Don't tell anyone I don't have eyebrows. Y'all are like family to me now because you've seen me without my makeup. Just saying. <laughs> um, okay. Bitch, I'm drunk. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I'm about to say, Robert, Robert and Dylan have seen me podcast in Muskivies. So, like, 
Nice. It doesn't even matter anymore. Hey, do you remember our Dragon Age 2 podcast? You wrote it I down? I wrote it down. To your mom? <laughs> yeah, because it's Alec. hilarious. <laughs> I, I wrote this story down for, like, maximum storytelling, like, oomph. And I wrote it, and I sent it to my mom. And, and Robert was looking over my shoulder, and now he's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, all right, I guess she needs to know too. Well, because remember we were telling her the story about how my sister wanted to play Skyrim? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Which is a different story. Um, and I was just kind of like, you know, so so now I have a, a running log, and it's called Adventures in Sarah's Late Night Tech Support and Handywoman Service. Um, <laughs> so, I love that so much. So it's beautiful. Lot. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. So, so we were calling my parents yesterday, just like a, you know, usual check-in call. Um, and we, we get to talking because the way I am with my family is I don't talk to them for three months. And then when I do, I talk to them for like three hours. Right. So we call at like, that sounds, that, you know, that sounds normal. I do that with my family. Yeah. Right. So we call at like 9 PM and we're done at like 11, 1130 PM. Yeah, that sounds right. By this point, like Bobby is like wandered off and I hear like clanging sounds in the bathroom and I'm like. He must have decided that now was now is the time to install the, the bidet. He must have decided this, um, you know. <laughs> full circle. It's oh full god! Circle. It's a full <laughs> circle. <laughs> this is this is the bidet. It's like story. a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So I hear clanging sounds, and you know my mom's getting sleepy, so I'm just kind of like, oh god, my sister just texted me about the Skyrim story. <laughs> Oh no! Now we okay, tell the so Skyrim any- story. Oh boy! I gotta tell the bidet story Layers. first. It's not that long, and then we can tell the Skyrim story. Okay. Fuck. Oh my god! So you hear clanging? Stupid as bullshit. Okay, I hear clanging. I hear clanging sounds, and then you know, I, I get. I'm like, okay, I think Bobby's trying to install the bidet. So I get off the phone with my mom, and then I go upstairs, and he is indeed trying to install the, the bidet at 11:30 p.m. at night. Um, and I just let him do it because, like, it's a one-person job. There's not there's not enough room behind the toilet for two people. You never say that with a guy. It's not ever one person. I shouldn't say we'll that. that. Uh, My boyfriend has single, single-handedly redone his entire, like, shower. I shouldn't say shit like that. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay, so, so he comes, so I leave him alone for a little bit. He comes back, and he has, you know, he has a sour look on his face. He has not successfully installed the bidet. He says the T adapter doesn't fit. Um, and I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't fit? And he's like, well, I tried I tried screwing it on without the O-ring, and the threads didn't, like, match. And I was like, do you mean the threads don't match? Do you huh. mean the T adapter is too big for the toilet tank? Why did you leave leave out the O-ring? And he's like, well, he's like, well, it, keep, it kept falling out. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I'm just, I'm just like, I'm, I look up the size like of the T. Trying to do adapter. fucking anything <laughs> DIY. Yeah. So I look up the size out. of the T adapter. Yeah, it does. I look up the size of the adapter that we were supposed to get with the bidet, and I'm just like, how? Because we had just recently bought a new, an entirely new water supply line. Oh my god, I have a visual aid. I, yes! Yeah, yes! Because, which, is, which is not, yes! which is not going to cross over to a podcast, but it's hilarious for the no, three people. No, it's just it's an audio show. It's an audio show, but yeah. who it's fucking fine. cares? Let's do right. it. Right. Okay. So I'm like, so I'm looking at the size of the T adapter, and it's like it's seven eighths, seven eighths of an inch on the end that's supposed to go to the toilet tank, and I'm like, how doesn't it fit? Because we just bought a new water supply line because the old one you know, was, came with the house and it was like 50 years old and it was ancient. We're like, you know, we're ripping this shit out. 
Um, so we just bought a new water supply line that was seven-eighths of an inch going into the toilet tank. And I'm like, how is this possible? The two things are the same size. One of them fits the toilet tank and one of them doesn't. You know, and I figured this out by, like, drawing this shit. Let's see. I drew a fucking oh. diagram. Like, you because drew I'm a like, di- wow. Oh, shit, because, so good. Sarah. Because I'm trying to figure out how is this possible? What, what Robert has told me that two things that are the same size don't fit. And I'm just, I'm just putting together all my dimensional information on like everything I know about like, you know, what goes where, like what goes the tank, what goes beautiful, the dick, lighting beautiful. is beautiful. Science the it. shit out of this, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, this is this is what I would would have learned to do in engineering school. It's basically like, you know, write down write down your problem, write down your knowns and unknowns, write down whatever information you need to, need to find out. I'm just, I just conclude there is no possible way the T adapter doesn't fit. And right. so I go on the, the troubleshooting website for the bidet um, and it says like, um, if your T-adapter doesn't screw onto the toilet tank, either there's a problem with the threads or there's a problem with the O-ring. And so I looked at, I look inside at the threads and they're brand spanking shiny new. And the threads on the toilet tank must be fine because the, it connects to the water supply line just fine. So it's a problem with the O-ring. And so I ask Robert to show me how he put the O-ring in the T-adapter. And he just gives me this look and he's like, don't insult me. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm ruling out the, the, you know, the app, this, the, you know, the absolute stupidest resolution of the problem. Every time a man says, don't insult me, that means that they did something the fuck wrong. He, he put the O-ring on upside down. (gasps) Oh, Robert. (laughs) So he put it on upside down. Silly goose. There is no possible way that the toilet tank threads could have even accessed the internal threads of the T adapter, um, and so it wouldn't couldn't possibly have screwed on. That's also why it was falling out because it was on upside down. The supply line had that O ring uh, on inside like that. The we, way I had it upside uh, down, but this one apparently adventures in adulting. Now arguably doesn't make sense. My but they you, if the threads the aren't exposed. I don't understand. I don't understand why Robert didn't just, I don't know, flip the O ring because like <laughs> just you know, I, I've, I've made yeah. mistakes. I, I've made mistakes where I'm trying to screw things in there, and if it doesn't work, I just instinctively maybe if I do it the other way, it might work. <laughs> so I don't understand why that wasn't the you know the go. The first thing or the first two things he did. The wacky thing is he's installed this stupid bidet like four or five times because we've moved <laughs> several times, you know. But this time somehow it didn't click. Every time and, you know, it's just a bigger it's, headache. It's, I, I do this like once every two years. It feels like. Yeah, exactly. So um, you should know. <laughs> right. And so it's a long time. Do you remember your password from two years ago for some random thing? No, you I mean, don't. no, but I save it so that, the, it, like, the memory is off-site somewhere, you know? Like, it's so been, it's like it's been two years since I've had to change a tire. Day, I'm pretty sure I can go outside right now and change my tire. Yeah, I think like, I can change the tire, too. It's, it's, it's been, been a while since I've had to do one. But, but there's only so many it. instruments you have. It, yeah. It's kind of just, you know, I mean, the memory will jog itself at right. some point, Robert. Also, like, here's the thing, like, sweetheart, darling love. Um, if the O-ring is positioned in such a way that the threads aren't physically accessible by the toilet tank, yeah. it should intuitively not work. Okay. You should be able to look at it and see there is no possible way this can screw into the toilet. If I mean, there's a hole in a bridge and you drive through it, you're going to fall through a hole. That's <laughs> same logic. But it's, you don't have to be an engineer to understand that, like, screw threads need to attach no, to internal but threads. but Sarah, Sarah, you're sometimes an idiot. you do have to be an engineer. It was late. Sometimes you do have to treat us like we're five years old. 
Jeez. You just did. I, well, I work anyways. with a lot of men, Sarah, <laughs> who think who they you do would be think like that sometimes would know better, <laughs> and that they've done it many they times. They never do. We never do. But honey, well, yeah, <laughs> they always forget. Yeah. So you know. So 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 you get so them I the stare, him, I, like. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, to, I tell him to flip it over, and he just looks at me, and I'm like, no, I'm right, and then I'm, and then he just looks at me again, and I'm like, Don't if this doesn't me. work, you can it's be mad right at me, thing. you know, if this doesn't work, you can be mad at me, and of course it works, and then you know my shitty, because <laughs> you made that ultimatum, and then he's mad at you, no, yeah, he's not. he wasn't mad at me, he's, he's still he's, mad at you, no, that he, he was he very, broke the contract, he was very dejected for like a good ten minutes about like, oh my god, I'm so dumb, um, but my my shitty mechanical engineering joke was I have been made to study the Challenger disaster as a case study too many fucking times to not know when there's a problem with the, the O-rings. O-rings. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> and so it's now 1am, but this toilet rocket can finally blast off. Finally, finally. And my reward finally. is getting water in my butt. <laughs> yes. So. You know, you know how this, you know how you get rid of all of this? Power, power of a day to have that warms your seat toilet because you don't have to install it in there. I'm just saying. But, it is but a pre-made, you know, right now they own toilet. the house, so they don't have to do it again. Yeah, sure. no. No, like, we're done. Like, you know, until Hell we yeah, move in, yeah. however long we decide that we're out of this house, depending on what my job situation is like, we're done. I'm not fucking with that toilet so, ever again. Yeah, so just make sure that you <laughs> go to a place where a Sprouts will open up within the next couple of years so I can be an ASM and move the fuck out. <laughs> Valid. Valid. So If I don't get a I ring on the finger from Jeff, I don't know what I'm going to do. Aw. Well... Okay, so I see 141 on y'all's timer here, so I can tell the Skyrim story, or can I, I can hand over the mic back to Robert. No, tell the Skyrim! <laughs> okay, do you want the Skyrim story? <laughs> I think okay. It's it demanded. Look, okay, so I this, am this the was Skyrim actually... queen. Let's, let's hear this fucking Skyrim story. <laughs> and y'all know how I feel about Skyrim. Y'all know how I feel about Skyrim. Kayla, you might, you might actually like the this sure. one. <laughs> You might like the ending this one because this one's on the, the TL Foster highlight reel. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this is this is more adventures in like Sarah's late night tech support and handyman service, um, handywoman service. Gotta get my gender right. Can't misgender myself. Anyway, um, so okay, so would it be my handy sister, them? If you want to... I mean, I don't know. I mean, handy. To think about it. Hip, yeah, handy person. Handy, handy person, person would be like for anybody because it's not like yeah. the the suffix is not a pronoun. It's it's like. The, the proper noun. Handy folk. What are Sarah? You're amazing. Yeah. Let's Handy go. folk. I love that. Anyway, okay. Um, so, my sister is living um, in, in Boston with a roommate um, who's playing Skyrim. Oh, bless um, her. And she watches him playing Skyrim, and she's like, this game looks fun. I want to play it. And I'm like, where were you nine years ago when I was playing it? But okay. You know. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Throw yeah. that cred on the table. It's just... Come right. <laughs> you know, we were with them I mean, in 2012. You, what do you I know mean, you know, we lived together. <laughs> so it's like, I was kind your, of roommate. Your, your, your I'm straight. just saying, it could have happened in well, 2012. Yeah. It, came out, it came out like late 2011, I think. It came out with um, 11, 11, 11. 11, 2011. That's right. That's right. Oh, I, yeah, I'm very so, aware when that game came out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have, to, I have to try and dig into our fucking PNB archives for PNBs around that time. That That's, that's going to be so true. funny to fucking listen to. 
Yeah. Because I'm going to be so, 17. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Where was it? Okay, so, so she, she wanted to play Skyrim. She wanted to play Skyrim. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And she asks me, she's like, you know, do you think, do you think I can run it on my laptop? And I'm like, well, how old is your laptop? And she says it's three years old. And I'm like, probably, you know, the game is ancient at this point. Sure. And then she right. says, well, it's a Mac. Is that a problem? Oh, no. And I'm like, depends uh, on how much effort you want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, depends on how much effort you want to put into it. My <laughs> sister is not a tech savvy person. Um, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe she could stand to like you know, brush up on her tech skills and learn the ins and outs of her machine. It might like increase her confidence with like computer work, you know? And I say like, there, there have got to be like thousands and thousands of people who have wanted to do exactly what you do. Um, exactly what you want to do, where you want to play Skyrim on a Mac. There have got to be a bunch of guides for complete newbies out there for like, you know, either partitioning your drive or, or drive or like doing wrappers or doing emulators or like whatever you want to do, just pick one and, and follow it. Um, and she's like, okay, um, well, that, in that case, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And so she buys it. Um, it's downloading on her, on her machine, um, <laughs> but it does not have enough space. Um, and I'm like, mm. okay. She's like, well, how do I figure out what's taking up space on my hard drive? And, like, the other thing is, like, I'm not familiar with Macs too much, so I have to kind of, like, Google, like, what's the equivalent of X thing for Mac um, periodically throughout the tech support. And I'm like, what I use mostly is, like, Space Sniffer, and so I just Google, like, Space Sniffer for Mac. Um, and she finds something that's basically the equivalent of that. And, but it's like, it's like some kind of like shitty, like freeware that you can only use once and then, and then it won't let you look at your drive again. And so she uses, but she does use it once and she finds out that most of what's on her drive is pictures. It's 45 gigs of pictures on a 50 gig drive. What the fuck? Yeah. How many pictures is going on there? I don't know. A lot of pictures. Yeah. Especially back then for fucking mobile pictures. Jesus. Right. And I'm like, okay, do you have some kind of other place that you can store your pictures? Because that's probably good practice anyway. You know, do you have iCloud? Do you have Google Drive? Do you have an external hard drive? Do you have a thumb drive? And she's like, well, I have iCloud. And I'm like, okay. And so she tries to upload things to iCloud. And and then she tries deleting the originals off her machine. Um, Then she finds um, that iCloud, evidently, I don't know... I don't know what, what exact error message like she was shown because she didn't show it to me, but evidently iCloud won't, won't let her delete the originals. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I might trust like a physical drive more than I trust Apple servers anyway. Do you have a thumb drive? And she's like, well, you know, I do, but it's not nearly 45 gigs. And I'm like, you know what? If you just want to move enough photos off your machine to finish the stupid Skyrim download, we can try that. And so... <laughs> She she finds this thumb drive, and it's, like, it's not a thumb drive she ever bought. It's, like, something that was given to her as part of, like, some kind of campus orientation event. And so it has, like, random, like, orientation documents on it, but it's got empty space. Um, and so, like, she plugs it in, and she tries, like, copying her pictures over to the drive. Um, but immediately she gets the beach ball of death. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, what, you know, what the fuck is happening? Like, is this some kind of, like, read-only, like, thumb drive that they gave her because they didn't want her to, like, put whatever onto their, like, campus orientation please drive or whatever it was? Please don't on this thumb drive, please. Please don't. Yeah, yeah you know, that has campus, campus branding on it. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> you know, and she gets the beach ball of death, and, like, she tries it, like, a few different times, like, you know, copying only certain amounts of pictures instead of thousands at a time, and, like, you know, you, occasionally you know, she'll you get a few can't through. You just delete fucking photos. 
Right, but see, like she here's the thing. <laughs> is she has she has thousands of them, and I'm sure a bunch of them are just complete bullshit. Like here is a lecture board that you know in class that I wanted to take a picture of and then I didn't never delete. But right. she also has a bunch of pictures from when she went to England a couple years ago and met Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. <gasps> and if she deleted Benedict Cumberbatch, she would be very, very sad. Yes, I understand. Um, right. <laughs> so, um, okay, so she doesn't want to delete Benedict Cumberbatch. So she's moving these pictures a few at a time, and sometimes she'll get a few over there. But, like, they do this weird thing where they're, where they're only, like, copy onto the drive in such a way that their little icons display diagonally. And I'm told this is not normal for Mac machines. Like, usually it'll be, like, a grid or a list. But whatever, they are copying, if slowly. Um, and then she's like, well, why is my computer so slow? And why is my computer so hot? Because, all, you know, this, this whole time, like, the fans are screaming, right? And, you know, her computer's, like, melting her lap, basically. And I'm just like, can you do the equivalent, whatever the equivalent of, like, task manager for Mac is? She, she doesn't know what that is, so I have to, like, Google the command. Um, and she looks at it, and, like, the two things that are eating up the most memory are, like, the temperature monitor and Google Chrome. <laughs> And I'm like, Zoe, how many tabs do you have open? <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> and she's like, 50. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to blow up this fucking computer. Yeah. And Chrome was like, no, 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 no. Mm, yeah, all yeah, this yeah. delicious RAM. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Gobble it up like Pac-Man. Yeah. And she, and she doesn't want to delete her tabs because then she wouldn't remember which fan fiction she has open. <laughs> And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> I love it. But you got fifty. It'll so save your tabs. tabs. And I'm like, Zoe, you can bookmark them. There are even Chrome extensions that will let you bookmark like like all of your tabs at once. Just get one of those. You know, she's like, all right, I'll get one. And then she closes. She closes Google Chrome, and it's like her computer just breathes a sigh of relief. It's like, oh, like, I just took the off face, this, like. Thanks, and now like I need You know, exactly. And instead of a size four. Exactly. Oh my god. And like the fans spin down and like her her photos suddenly start copying and Way like the faster. temperature monitoring you know isn't like using the CPU so much. Um and I'm like, so we're gonna get that Chrome extension for you. Um, you're gonna buy an external hard drive and have it shipped to you and just wait. Just you know, just wait for you to be able to copy all your pictures off the drive. You know, and then maybe someday you can play Skyrim. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm about to say, it's that a 50 point, gig laptop, like, that has to be an old ass computer with 50 gigs of. of I don't memory. know. I, she must not have prioritized space in terms of, like, the things she was buying, which is baffling to me. But, you know, it's right. like if you, if, if you were to do that, then I would think you damn well better have you an extra like hard drive. It's like a 2009 computer. I feel like 50 gigs was not enough even. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like a 2017 computer. I don't know what's what's up. Good. Um, she should at yeah, least have so, a 500 gig, at least. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, for yeah, PCs, at least, at least a yeah. So a terabyte. Now, what just occurred to me is that 500 gigs is an order of magnitude above 50. So it could be that it was 500 and she read it wrong. But either way, she had like what 90 percent of it filled yeah. that means 400 gigs of photos <laughs> of photos yeah so but of, I don't, that is 10 times the, the photos we thought it was originally right. like unless she had like literally thousands of raw photos and videos which is a possibility 4K, i guess 60, but it's still I guess. like a I don't know. Fuck ton. It's fucking huge okay um so we we haven't even gotten to her ever being able to fly skyrim yet because she hasn't even she hasn't even gotten to the part where she would need to you know install like an emulator or a wrapper or whatever which um, sounds like it's gonna be a layer of difficulty 
<laughs> yeah, so, you know. But she hasn't called me back or texted me since, so that's going to be her problem. Well, but she mm. what she did text me just now as I was telling the bidet story was she says, dude, it turns out my laptop has plenty of space. It's my iCloud that's running out of space. So, like, Skyrim was trying to download onto my iCloud? Three question what? marks? <laughs> and I'm what like, fuck? how did you do this? This is magic. You know, actually, hell? because I didn't read this text fully before I told this to you guys, I think probably it was her iCloud that had 50 gigs. And uh, she chose yeah. she chose the default right. drive for her Steam downloads folder to be iCloud. I don't like that at all. Which is like, that's not good. It's not good at all. No. No. So I guess... it's already I Steam is already working on a cloud-based service. See, you want to tie it up with another see, one. See, I had a text yeah. thing on Friday where I came downstairs after sleeping and it said, please unplug any hard drive that didn't have your OS on it on my desktop. So I had to make a boot drive for my hard oh, drive to reinstall oh, Windows 10. But luckily, everything's back. Oh. Right. But also, like, you know how to do that. Fucking computers, man. Also, <laughs> I bought a two terabyte hard drive just in case it didn't fuck up. But I don't know if I should keep that two terabyte or not. <laughs> you should always keep it. Always. Yeah. Just keep it. You'll, you'll need it for something someday. It in my... See, okay, so I've got to update the PC. Mine too. We're all, we're all, all our PCs are my, in, in, in I'm hitting DDR3. <laughs> so time for an upgrade might be time for an upgrade it'll only take me like four to five hundred bucks uh if i keep the pc and stuff like that that i've got so it's just like the motherboard the cpu and the ram and the, and the drive. but the case is fine yeah i i feel like if when i need to upgrade my pc it's Gonna be everything on the ground up. I'm gonna need like I, it's it'll be cheaper just to get a PC than it will be to upgrade my current one. Sarah, when are we doing Trespasser? Right. Oh my god, I have to. Okay, or do you want do you want Ashley on this one? <laughs> I mean, I look, lady. Sarah, I, are, I can get what Sarah, I can get. Sarah, when are we doing? <laughs> oh god, my yeah. schedule is. But I am also. Sarah, when are we doing Dash Con? I'm also not pressuring you at all. <laughs> I'm not pressuring you at all either. Um, I mean, I don't know. I may or may not. One, I want you, this is the one thing I want. I want you to be happy, healthy, and wise. Aww. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I may or may not have an opportunity to drop out of grad school D&D, so... Oh, like, please we'll don't see. drop I'm, out I'm of my grad school? My character has been like oh, dismissed D &D. from the Inquisition. Grad school D &D. No, yeah, no, yeah, 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 grad school D&D, which is D&D &D, yeah. but for grad students. No. No. Uh, no, I'm still getting my PhD. I'm stubborn as fuck, but like my my D&D &D <laughs> character has been has been ousted from the Inquisition and so like, oh. you know, oh. I may just like not play for the rest of the semester. We'll see. Uh, Look, you do I mean, you and you be healthy. I mean, we could always just do a D and D campaign because no. I want to play D and D so bad. I really want to play D and D so bad. It's all I want in the world is to play D and D. I'm, I'm, I'm on. I'm still. I'm still on the idea of reincarnating our fucking after alpha characters into something different. Uh, I want to play D and D. The same characters, but in a fantasy setting. Because the highlight, one of my highlights of P and B in the last couple of years, was me completely fucking up like. Co a covert takedown where I just fucking break a man's neck at his desk. Like, what'd you do? Nothing. I did nothing. 
However, I murdered a man because he was talking shit. So. As you do. As I do. Thanks. As you do. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Robert keeps hovering around, and I think he wants Sarah. to. He might want back in his seat. Oh, does he? Oh, All right. Thank, thank, so thank much, you Sarah. for Sarah's time. I love you, Sarah. I, I used to enjoy Sarah's time a lot. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Well, I, no, because I was I was doing the windows, remember? I was oh, yeah. fixing the busted windows. <laughs> My well. favorite new, like, inter, like, intermittent segment is is this the Sarah Corner. Yes, I love Sarah Corner so <laughs> much. Sarah time. Sarah time. I'm not trying to make a usual usual thing, but it was just like, God damn it, it's, just, it's too good. Inspiration struck. I love and it sure. was about a day. What else couldn't have been? It would have been a perfect on, podcast. On topic for Robert. <laughs> I, love uh, I love Sarah so much. Your little microburst. But see, yeah, we, we did allude it to earlier, but your PS4 res- got resurrected from the fucking dead, so I assume you've been playing more PS4 games. Yeah, I guess it's time for me to talk about what I've been playing. I, I won't keep long since we are going a little bit longer. Uh, I've been playing. So I've, do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I played, I played some Madden. Been playing Madden. Uh, it's not good really not good it's probably one of the worst games ever and it's really weird story about the heartbreak at, kid yeah usually at the end of the console, the, cycle. the console cycle yeah madden usually is when it gets at its best not this one uh frostbite sucks and they should get away from it um also with my wanting to play D woes i i decided to pick up so i originally was playing um what's the boulder gate uh, revival game that they kickstarted. Um, it's on Game Pass. Uh, Pillars of Eternity or original sin? No, Pillars... no. No, original Divinity? sin is the one I got now. No, Divinity is what I got. No, wait. What... Okay, so Divinity original, original sin, sin is the same thing. Yeah. Two. So yeah. So original sin. Is... No. So I was playing that. But then I heard everyone talk about I want to, he want to say Torchlight, but it's not Torchlight. But it's the other RPG that everyone talks about. That's the really good one. Pillows that's of like, Eternity. Path of X. Uh, no, that's no. Um, it's on Game Pass, right? It's not. This one is not on Game Pass. I just, <clears throat> I just bought it. It, it what? It just got on. It just was on sale on Switch and on Xbox One. And it was um, on Switch. Hold on. Not Divinity. Three. Not Divinity. It's the other tabletop. Uh, is there other stories like, untold? Uh, I, I have no idea. I'm so sorry. I don't. Know. <clears throat> yeah, I'm at a brain fart. I'm waiting for. Oh no! Wait, no, no. Divinity Original Sin. That is the good one. That's the really good one. So that's the one I've been playing. Yeah. Okay. The one that was the Boulder's Gate. Um, that Dark was the Alliance. like the the Boulder's Gate um remake one. No, because Boulder's Gate three is coming on access like the end of the month. Right, uh, but the one I'm thinking of is Pillars of Eternity. I think. So, so excited. No, 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 not Pillars of Eternity. What is this game? I'm There's getting so many very upset. Who is it made by? I'm, it's I forgot the studio. It was a Kickstarter game. I forgot the studio. It's on Game Pass. Um, you just said it wasn't on Game Pass. No, Divinity Original Sin is not on Game. Pass. No, it's That's not. What I've been playing. I'm so upset. Okay. What the fuck is this name of this game? It's gonna bother me. Uh, I I will I will look at it. Keep talking. I'll I'll, I'll start making guesses. I'm I'm taking a look right now. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so I've been playing the original Sin. Very fun, kind of, um, kind of taking like my, like my love for trying to play a tabletop RPG away because it kind of has the same thing. Uh, but then yeah, I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys. Fall yeah, Guys, very fun. Um, great, so great, playing. silly, silly game. Fun, to just great pass game, with. very fun music. Uh, but that's really it. Uh, I'm going to try to get some more stuff uh in i'm not sure what yet but that's really what i've been playing honestly how was fall guys uh, like what it's fun i, I know what it is but like <laughs> well like what was your enjoyment of it it's just like it's fun platforming like it's a, <clears throat> a little bit of a platformer the great thing about it is like kind of like the the like out there uh kind of like the out there um like way of playing it is kind of like neat. I don't know. Okay. It's like it's like a chaos of like a Mario Party, but it's not a Mario Party. Hmm. Okay. That yeah, I, I have to agree. Nice. It has that energy. How is the actual physics of a there it, is. Pillars of, it is pillars of eternity. I was I, right. I okay. said it. I said it. it was, yeah, times. Robert said that. So. I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't remember. So my bad. It is pillars <laughs> of eternity. I had to see it. There you go, Robert. You've vindicated. You 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 dug Thank into it you. so deep. You shared a separate monitor with us. <laughs> he wanted. I just he shared wanted the screen. Fucking proof Set the record of that straight. Fucking bidet story. Well, Pillars of Eternity. I mean, it was fun, but it's not Divinity. Like Divinity Original Sin is kind of a little bit more. Pillars of Eternity feels like an older game, uh, mm-hmm. but I like. I like. I mean, I like both games. They're very fun. So yeah, that's that's, that's the one we can play as bears, right? Which one? You can play as as the bears in Pillars of Eternity. No. You sure? Yes. Uh, uh, mm. I remember there was a PC gamer story, uh, like about like how you can play as like a group of bears, like as like legit like bears. As not, actual not, bears, no. like as the animal bears. Yes. Please tell me I'm I'm hearing this. Maybe part. Pillars of Eternity two, but not in one. You can't do it in one. You can play like as wolf, like like kind of like 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 uh, like satyrs, kind of. But not bears. Hmm. I guess they're bear-like. I don't know. They're not really bears, though, man. I think I, I think I remember Rob. I think I remember that article, Robert, where you could actually play yeah. as a fucking bear. Yeah, it wasn't. Pillars of Eternity Diary: Playing as a Party of Bears by Christopher Livingston, PC gamer. <laughs> I, I there was not bears in the game I played. Okay, I'm oh. just saying, there's not bears. Uh. Um, oh, yeah, you can play no, as a ranger, I mean, and the companion animal is a bear. That's okay. Okay, the companion. Yes, you can't have a companion animal that is a bear. <laughs> that's not you playing as a bear. It's your companion animal is a bear. I chose a lion because, like, that's badass. Yeah. Wait, wait, Lions, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. As a male lion or female lion? Yes, that's a good distinction. It was a male lion. It had a mane. That's oh, a lazy motherfucker. Okay. Beta cuz. I didn't make this game. Uh, excuse me. In the Omega verse, those are called Omegas. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we just got so, Sarah off the line. This podcast let was. Me, we already explored that before that drop, video. Let me drop some truths on you. So, I'm a part of a writer's group full of authors who actually write authors, our books, and. They want me to tell you this right now. Don't say shit unless you're in oh. the community. 
No, okay, I'm not making fun of no, that. No, no, they don't want I'm... you to even fucking comment unless you're in the fucking community of romance. Don't say shit. Just keep your mouth shut. Well, why are you gatekeeping? Like, we're not talking about, like, we're not shitting we're on it. We're not even we're shitting just... on it. No, no. We're shitting on someone who's shitty. That's the only person we're talking about, honestly. Yeah, I was like, oh, There's no. All... They just linked the video of the article about the Omega Bear stuff. They're like... If they have high opinions, their opinions aren't high enough. Uh, they should just keep what? their fucking mouth shut. And I was like, oh. I was like, I, I will say, having watched that video, I don't think, I think there is some stuff that Lindsay does that is kind of standoff. But it's like anyone with genre. And it, she also makes things of like, whatever your thing is, your thing is. But it's mainly a thing to dunk on that chick. And I say that as like someone who's been in, like, fandoms where Lindsay has kind of done that and dunked on somebody. Like, it's just that that chick sucks shit. And to me, she is more harmful to the to that to that universe than people, like, looking at it glancingly. Because, like, she basically... She says, like, oh, you can't trademark the Omegaverse, but she has very actively try to trademark aspects of the Omegaverse. That's where it kind of gets like... Like, she committed perjury <laughs> like against herself. She revealed that in the Discovery. And like, you see that. Like, she's clearly being a piece of shit to other authors. She's right. She's an actively like, toxic she, person. Like, she literally is like... She does this thing, oh, I didn't, right. offer, I didn't issue the DMCA. And then, like, literally, they had to do the court papers of, oh, wait, no, you did... You did do the DMCA. You literally said, hey, do this DMCA. I'm going to like the asshole, but blah, blah, blah. I'll just say that you did it. I'll hide behind you. She literally perjured herself. Jesus Christ. It's wild. So, that is wild. Um, so one of my favorite podcasts in the fucking earth is called Faded Mates, and they just talk about romance. That's all they do. Mm. It's a romance author, Sarah McLean, who is very well respected, and she makes a ton of money because that's what she does um and a romance reviewer jenny prokop she reviews it for a living and they just did an episode on 50 shades gray uh and what a profound impact that book had on romance itself because it was the publishers of that book it was literally like friends in australia who were like Hey, there's this. I did this fan fiction called Master of Her Universe, which is a Twilight fanfic. Mm. Let's chop it up and let's publish it. And they talk about, like, yeah, the book itself is kind of fucked. Like, and it's not really a romance, but they, like, yeah. and E.L. James does not want to have to do anything to do with romance genre. Right. Like she, she's like, nope, I don't care. But romance authors have to speak about Fifty Shades of Grey so fucking much, and it's nothing like the person who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey wants nothing to do with them. Right. But and, and that's why I think like, and that's why I think like videos like that, like that her Omegaverse video wasn't a video to shit on the Omegaverse. Yeah. It was really shitting on this one Arthur and like and how she how, wanted to like, be like a fucking twat 
Yeah. And how her book is basically, it's Bane fan fiction, which is, I also thought was just funny, but like, whatever. There's fan fiction of everything. Like, everything. A lot like, of romance I, authors I, I, have come from fan fiction. A lot of authors have come. Like, I can't, like, I tell people all the time, like, I will never say shit. I am technically, on a very loose level, an author because I wrote a film. But, like, I started writing Naruto RPGs. Like, so, I will never judge anyone for me because, like, you can't, I don't think, I, I don't think that's how fiction, I don't think that's how fiction works. Like, that you find your way of getting into fiction, you find a way of getting into fiction. I think writing, writing as much as you can is very important. So, I, I do think, like, if anyone is being shitty and shitting on, you know, people who write fan fiction or people who write in the Omegaverse, like, stuff like that, like, you're gross and you don't, you don't deserve to have an opinion. That's how I feel about it. Like, you shouldn't be a fucking asshole just to shit on people to shit on people, right? Are people getting hurt? Are you writing, are you writing, like, children getting assist, uh, like, hurt? No. Then, it's fine. You can write about whatever you want to write, right? Putting that barrier out there. However, there is a big difference when you are basically a copyright troll and you're being a piece of shit for no reason. Like, it's the same thing like what the Fine Brothers did four or five years ago when they were trying to copyright fucking Let's Play and react. Mm -hmm. Like, who the fuck are you? You can't do that. And that's the thing that I thought was very important about this. Now, don't get me wrong. We will not be talking about that because... I'm not Lindsay Ellis. You guys aren't Lindsay Ellis, and I don't want that author to be like, "Oh, I got my lawyers," blah 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 blah. Which is why I'm not saying her name. And I will not say her name because she already did a uh, had her team write a letter to Lindsay Ellis about, "Oh, you mishandled everything." It's like, no, I just put everything up there. Uh, but I, I do think, like, I do think it is important to take out instances like that. Like, it's the reason, and I'll, I'll use video games for example. It's the reason why like, you have to say shit. Like, you have to talk about stuff that happens with like a Nick Robinson. Do you have to dwell on it? No, but I think it's important to talk about these things because mm-hmm. if you don't, what happens is these people continuously gain power and they gain like things and then it just becomes a bigger thing until they start actually hurting people in positions. And that's when it gets that's when it gets But over here's the, the fun part with romance. Most of those authors are lawyers. So if you think you're gonna get fucking anything past those motherfuckers you wrong because those bitches will fuck you up do not fuck with romance landia if you come at some weird heteronormative like misogynistic nonsense like you better have some fucking receipts because those bitches will come at you hard like you don't do not fuck with romance like they will fuck you up. I, I swear to Christ, they will. Do not do not go after them because they will come at you. And they will come at you hard and they'll make you cry. I've seen it. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it on Twitter so many times. They almost brought down their own organization for racist shit. Mm. Like, you, you best be believing, like, those bitches don't play. They'll fuck you up. Like, Man, mansplaining to a romance writer anything and you're gonna get 10 of them showing you like articles and fucking lists of shit of how you're wrong like they'll delve deep they'll show you first time accounts about how you were wrong because they've had to do it their entire lives they, their existence mm-hmm. as amazing and as 
like, fast-paced it is. Like, from 2010 to now, they've had 10 generations of evolving. Like, they evolve so quick. Like, those bitches are learning. And they'll, they'll fuck you up if you try and do anything that is wrong. They'll just fuck you up. Like, don't even come at them. It's, it's amazing and it's brilliant to see how much of a, a community will come at you and they'll be like, oh, you said this? Well, here's thousands of articles about how you're wrong. Okay. Like, they'll cancel you right out. They'll be like, just delete everything you've ever said or learned. You're wrong. Rewrite it all. Just rewrite yourself because you're wrong. It feels like we're talking about two separate things here. Like, like yeah, I'm not. We're not denying you that. That's oh, like, no. yeah, they'll, they'll come. I'm just. I'm catch your ass. Saying, yeah, like, come at romance. They'll come at you real hard. But I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm not invalidating everything you just said. I promise you, I haven't. Now, and I said, I think the big thing was. Like I, said, I think the big thing was it was Lindsay like not being and with her being an I think as a new author as well because like that's what she said like she started like Lindsay did Axiom Edge like, it published last I think two months ago but she was like I started doing fanfic like she was doing she was doing Transformers fanfic which is like you know but like what she said like she's like it's not about that and starting your like starting writing because you did write fanfic from the Omegaverse, like, isn't the thing. It was just, like, it was wild that this one lady thought that she could trademark Omegaverse. Yeah. DMCA, just yeah. Oh, yeah. attack no, over and over a, again. There's like, a the legal extent of called Cockybot, because an author, a romance author, tried to trademark trademark Cocky. They, she brought they that up. That. Yep. And, she brought that up in the thing, and yeah. people were like, excuse me. No, ma'am. And then romance fucking destroyed her. Like I saw it. I saw the cocky, like the cocky thing. I have. I saw it happen in real time on Twitter, and it was. It's astounding. It was astounding of how quick they were just like, hold up there, and then they were like, oh no, and she's also doing it on the font, of cocky. It was the same font, but the person who did the thing was like, "You can't trademark this in the same font." Mm-hmm. And she was like, God. "No, you can't. You can't use cocky. You can't use this font when you say cocky. You can't do this when you have cocky." And they were like, "Excuse me, but this, 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 and this just invalidates your entire argument." Sounds like she got too yeah. uh, cocky. About the, it. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. A woman, an author, an author's fair publisher fair use, fair tried use. to. Tried to co- copyright dark. Yeah, I mean that's what, like this lady was trying to like she was basically trying to say like alpha was like her own thing and it was like no ma'am you can't do like you cannot do that no. that's been a thing no right yeah, and, ridiculous and romance writers on Twitter were like excuse us let me show you our receipts and yeah. it's it's I I love I, it. I love it when it happens because it's just so glorious to see. Yeah. Like I said, that video, again, I I would say, especially if you're coming at it, like if you're, I understand, like, especially like when you're dealing with stuff like 
in romance author like you're doing stuff in spaces that are that are like more geared towards women so there is also there's already a stigma like like it or not like and we can look at it especially me dylan and, and robert like as men like it, f- romance authors unfairly get dubbed as like not as not as prestigious authors because a lot of men don't read romance novels. That's just kind of what it is. And it's bullshit. Like, it's just, it's just frankly all out bullshit. And, oh, my phone died. Ha ha. That's a fun thing. Um, But that's the, you know, that would be the reason why, like, it is important to like, hey, maybe we don't, like, we should, we should be able to take women seriously. We should, we shouldn't, like, we shouldn't be looking for every excuse to shit on, like, a woman's genre. But then also, some women fucking suck shit like that lady do. And like I said, I don't think it, I, I think it'd be a different thing if I made that video or if Robert made that video, like, but to have like, Lindsay Ellis, someone who is an author, who also is someone who did fan fiction, who also is looking at this thing, not in an, like, not in a, like an abstract way, but looking at it like, Hey, here's why there's issues. I think that's what's important about that. But again, not saying everybody should watch it. I'm just saying I really enjoyed that video. I know Robert really enjoyed that video because like I I watched it and I was gonna share it into our group chat that uh, Robert and a couple of us have, and then Robert put it in the chat. And I was like, all right, we're in the same wavelength. That's all I need. Yeah. I, 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 that, that, I think I watched and read that article like a year ago. I don't know. Right. So and, that was and, the, that was the thing that's important about watching that because she did originally. She says it. She's like, it took us forever to make the episode, but the reason why, like, one of the things that came out the good part was. There's more that happened. Like that right. lady, like she, like the the article came out, but then after that, she one she's gone after the article saying that it's lies, and then two she like, oh well, she like she lost the case, so she lost the case in St. Louis because she perjured herself, but the author that she was suing, that she was counter suing, and I sued her in Virginia, basically stopped meeting deadlines, so the judge threw it out without, you know, without prejudice or with prejudice. So then she went on this whole rant. Oh, I was vindicated because my charges got thrown out with prejudice. And it's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about what that means, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of romance authors have come from like Twilight fan fiction and stuff like that. So like fan fiction. Yay. I love fan fiction. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, like it, it, it's just my my opinion on some of it is just like that's that's that shit's just weird. But the the, the other the other thing about it is is like like that's 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 it. That's that's it's not really like invalidating like any of the work. It, it's just like I I would not have like it, it, it's just like a gut punch of like what in the hell type of stuff is going on and like, you it, it's, you get it anywhere that's why yeah. that's why RWA is pretty much like in its 2.0 phase is because from last year like there's a huge like ethics and rate like racism and stuff like that was endemic in mm-hmm. it like. Which made a lot of authors go indie. That's why I pretty much go indie, and I'm not renewing my membership to RWA. Like, I I I did it last year because it was before everything went to shit, and I thought I would have right. 
you know, people who I could mentor with and I could grow with and that it would be, you know, something I could get into. And then mm-hmm. everything, like, shit the fan literally, like, I don't know, five days before Christmas. <laughs> and everything just went down fucking hill. And I was just like, well, I'm in it for a year at least. I mean, October. But, I mean, they're trying to build themselves back into a credible organization, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if it's going to happen. Like, it's so embedded, like, racism and, like, just awful. It's it's just so endemic in the organization. I don't know how they're going to be... I don't know how they're going to redo themselves from this. It's it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. Right. I mean, mean, like, Mm -hmm. you you see this in the news, too, where you have, like, um, abortion rights groups... Um, being called out for for their own um, racial biases and and, and short sightedness and and, and uh, just just be, just being ignorant in general to like the racial aspect of of um, uh, women's rights um, um, what do you say um, movements and and, and and pushes towards um, that aspect so like it, it's 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 one of those things where it's like yeah just just because you're a woman doesn't erase you from being faced with like the, the racial th- side of the world too, and, like just just being a woman doesn't really mean that your company's diverse. If you, if you're on that on that, it's like it's like you, you can't really get get away with it, you know. Mm-hmm. No, so it's like oh yeah, we're we're really diverse. And it's like you have a bunch of white ladies. Yeah, you have That's a not, bunch of it's not really blonde it. white ladies who all came and all have hyphenated last names. That's not mm. really diverse. That just means like you switched a man's gender, but really their beliefs are the same. That's why a lot of women don't like to be called feminists because uh, way back when, <laughs> feminism was white women who went to college. But it wasn't like Dolly Parton will not call herself a feminist because a feminism right. it's... Fe- a feminist would never go to bat for someone who grew up in the Appalachian Mountains and wasn't really well educated or wasn't black and urban or wasn't like that's why some people think feminism is a bad word because they don't think it's the it's that type of feminism though feminism should be that type of feminism feminism should be hey you have ovaries or you identify as a female or you like to you think of yourself as female? Okay, you are a woman. Let me protect you. Right. It's like it's the it's the kind of the inverse of like what BLM went through, right? It's like feminists should be like, hey, all feminists should be like women should be able to be in equal standing as a male because uh, that's mm-hmm. what that's what as a as a group humans should be human beings, right? But that's like. Where a lot of like white second wave feminists like kind of skewed that whole look to it, right? Where it was just like, well, no, it's all got to be all about this, but it's like, but you're still playing in those same kind of power structures. It's like, it's the reason why like the girl boss thing is a thing where people are like, that kind of sucks. It's like because you're not looking at like the whole totality of it, and it's a it's a whole mass thing, right? And it's like, it's the reason why, like, I get bad at people like Candace Owens or 
or fucking like Keith Ellison and stuff like that. Like uh, people who are like black who are like who skew towards like almost like a white supremacist thing like it's even like the black israelites like being me and dylan saw them at pax uh when we went to seattle uh like they would mm -hmm. spew all the stuff like and and um uh this uh really great youtuber lex uh lexual she she does like these really good videos and she's like saying she yeah, says princess. like she's like a lot of like black supremacists like they are just literally they spout a lot of white supremacist like theory and that's not good and that's and like that's where we come from, and that's like a problem that I noticed that like especially like a lot of second wave feminists like kind of fall into that same kind of trap. It is just it sucks because you want to see marginalized people get their shine. You want to see people. You want to see women do more important things. It's one of the things like I love seeing women in the gaming space because like yeah they absolutely should, but at the same time you can't you can't like you can't be inclusive. You can't be inclusive inclusionary. Just because you're a woman, it's like okay, well, only these sorts of women can come in, or only these sorts of black people can come in. Like you, it has to be an, a complete like inclusion for everybody, and not just the people that are like me. And that's the thing that I, I think a lot of people need to kind of figure out. Mm -hmm. Indeed, thank you, sir. Yeah, it's 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 very much the case where it's, it's like yeah, like some women are are not calling themselves feminists because of that reason, and, and like what was like maybe some of our reasons like uh louis ck was kind of like a feminist at, at his time and you know some other uh, like people who were who let were, us not ever uh, put I, louis ck into any conversation with women ever no but i well, know what he's saying I, and I, i've it's, never it's, it's, i've never liked the, the male male feminist the male, i'm a feminist Josh thing because and, and, and a lot of those so dudes are, yeah a lot of those dudes are doing it to be malicious and to use it as and, a way of yeah. of connecting it's, it's a, it's a and hooking up with women and not being actually, very creepy about it. Yep. Yeah, not actually being true right. feminists. Like that's that's the thing that it's the reason why I've never considered like I, I I've never considered I myself a feminist. Yeah. And I and like I respect women and I treat women I, I believe I treat women well, but I don't consider myself a feminist because I know the I know the context that comes in there especially with males, especially males in the spaces that we're in, because a lot of those dudes will use that and be like, oh, I'm one of the good ones, but I'm going to do the really shitty stuff that shitty dudes do. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the thing that fucking sucks ass about it. Yeah. Right. Show, not tell. Right. Show, not tell. I think it's a good way to end the episode. It's Show a good way to just, <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. bookend this fucking massive... Probably the longest PNB in a long, long time. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Five people on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, four with a special guest. Yeah, yes. there you go. That's a good way to put it. Half-hour uh, segment, yeah. You want to hear some of the ramblings that we do on top of this here show, uh, this P&B show? We've had Sarah on uh, some of P&B Presents episodes. We've had all kinds of guests, and uh, we will continue to do so. And if you want to listen to them early, like a week early, you can go to patreon.com slash P&B. Donate the $5 level. We appreciate any and all support. And uh, you guys are awesome. You know, it helps, like, keep us going and do what we do it's a lot of fun one of my favorite things to do every week but uh if you want to follow myself on twitter i am at tier knee robert is at 23 breach tl is at travis l foster kayla is at kayla neil writes and you can follow the podcast feed at pnb cast more general updates and uh you know if we have anything going on let you know there so but, uh, Kayla, sell your book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kayla, sell your book. Go ahead, and, go ahead and pitch your book up there. I have published a book, guys. Uh, guess what? It's a romance. Ding, ding. 
Um, ding, ding ding. Hope your book sells good. It, I hope my book. <laughs> buy my book. Hope you sell good. You know, it's a it's a contemporary <laughs> romance. I hope you guys get a kick out of it because there's a whole bunch of dudes. There's a bachelor party. There's whiskey. There's some Mr. Darcy jokes. There's more beer. There's there's a silver fox. He's to do a stone cold promo. Yeah. There's a <laughs> more beer, vodka, vodka, more whiskey, more vodka, more beer. There's there's explicit banging. Uh, uh, okay, so they do fuck good. All right. Oh yeah, there's explicit sex in this, sweetie, honey. I don't, I don't go sweet. I go dirty. Uh, this, uh, yeah. There you go. There's, there's a, there's a dessert restaurant. Um, there's a. That's 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 the sexiness I need. Right. <laughs> how 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 deep did you go in describing some of the fucking pastries, Kayla? Uh, look, you that's know, there's a couple. Like there's words a couple on this of fucking cake called pillowy mounds. <sighs> There's a double entendre there with a chocolate uh, coconut flan cake. There's, Tell me about the cream pies. There's a, I mean the cream puffs. There's a, there's a scene with some Shut spanking up. towards the end. Um, but guess what? Like, it's a good book. Spank, spank me with your Cinnabon. You know, it happens. <laughs> he threatens it. She calls him out. It happens. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a short read, guys. It's a short read, so you should have some fun with it. <laughs> so there you go. There's my book. Alrighty. Best lady in town. Boom. 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 So, there you go. That's my promo. So we thank you guys for listening, and for Kayla and myself, and TL and Robert. Hope you sell your book good. Ah, my book. There you go. Roll Tide. <laughs>